This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. My name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Sarah Beale and Josh Ratcliffe join me to talk about The Matrix sequels, Reloaded, Revolutions, and Resurrection. Welcome! Hello! Hello. (laughs) I almost just only waved. <laughs> uh, yeah, people... as if I haven't been on this already a whole bunch of times. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. I, there are very many times where I make faces and gestures where I'm just like, I have to say, I'm making a face because nobody else can <laughs> see it right now. This is fine. <laughs> yes. Um, it. I didn't. I don't know why. Only right now this occurred to me, but Reloaded, Revolutions, and Resurrection. Like you could. Mix it up just a little bit. Yeah, they should have called Mister. They should. They should have been. They should have called the last one rebooted, right? Like that's just a missed opportunity. Yeah, there has to have been a draft (laughs) when it was called rebooted. Yeah, that's what you do to a video game or a computer or whatever. Exactly. Remember the the old cartoon reboot? God, I loved that show. That show was so good. That was a great show. Yeah, best thing for the live action remake. Why does your girlfriend hate that show? I don't know. She hates it so much that if anything reminds her of it, she's like, I don't want to watch this. I'm just going to walk around and be like, reboot. And, and that's a big umbrella, apparently. Like, I'm like, this looks nothing like it. I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, turn it off. Oh, God. <laughs> Avatar, okay. instant out. Like, Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, that's when I walk in the room. No. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, don't get me wrong. The new show, the reboot whatever it is with real live children going into like the thing world it's garbage mm-hmm. don't worry. <laughs> but the original one i mean if you look at it now compared to like now animation and all that kind of stuff because it's one of the first cg like cartoons mm-hmm. and everything yes it doesn't look as great but the story is there so you can enjoy it easily well, especially there... for 1994 yeah exactly i've watched movies from 1994 that look worse than that i mean night what Oh, I just saw an article today about Lawnmower Man 2. Don't ask, it's fine. <laughs> um, and they showed some stills from that movie, and I'm like, holy shit, that looks bad. And that was 97. So, I don't know. Just just yeah. saying. <laughs> I really want to know what the article that you read that wasn't from 1997 about Lawnmower Man 2 <laughs> was. <laughs> Uh, it, so I get like these alerts when articles are posted about stuff and I have it set to like sci-fi and and um, like, you know, Toronto news and all that kind of and stuff. And Lawnmower Man 2. And apparently Just Lawnmower Man 2. Just anyone mentions <laughs> Lawnmower Man 2, you're like, I need to know. But the title of the article was pure clickbait and it was saying something. Uh, what did it say? It was like um, the 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 missed opportunity of this, sci- um, this cyberpunk film from 97 is leaving HBO Max next week or something. And I was like, oh. what? And they had like a still from it. And I was like, I don't recognize that movie. What is it? Mm. And then of course I had to click on it and do like a scroll through and have a look. And I was like, Lawnmower Man 2, this is what you're talking about? Why are we talking about this? Nobody's <laughs> going to watch this again. A just, bad sequel. Yeah, a just let it die. 
Yes. I heard they dropped off Tremors 4. Oh. Rest in peace. A- pour one out for Tremors 4. <laughs> <laughs> was it? But I thought there was already like 12 Tremors movies. No, I know. I'm just making that up. <laughs> I was a little worried that I was like, is Critters the one that went up to four? Tremors the one up to four. <laughs> Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Yeah. No, that's, I think Leprechaun 4 is in space. <laughs> oh, God. Please With tell Predator me and Alien. Yeah. Yes. And Jason. And Jason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that movie in a heartbeat. Just all of them in space. See who yeah. Who, what happened? Who would who would be the the last standing? Hmm. That's a battle royale I want to see. I mean, I honestly think an alien will beat Jason. Um, yes. but critters, however, are small and fast and roll everywhere, so they have a chance to escape. Just saying. And Lawnmower Man is digital, so he can't attack anything. Whatever, it's fine. Unless he just well, crashes I mean, they, the whole ship into like a planet. Unless he picks up like a random payphone and then becomes a human somehow, which <laughs> happens in one of the movies that we watched today. Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. That's true. Um, <laughs> I like the blank look on your face when I'm making a reference to the movie we watched for the show. I literally watched that movie yesterday, and I have already forgotten most yeah. of it and it, it, it's yeah. so forgettable um yep. <laughs> okay sorry okay so last week last episode me and sarah had a discussion about the matrix and the animatrix josh mm-hmm. quick cole's notes version what are your feelings on at least the matrix okay <laughs> <out> my notes. <laughs> um no i i like the uh the original matrix is great Yes. Um, I, um, I, it came out when I was 11. Mm-hmm. So obviously I've seen it 400 times. Um, I had like, there was a friend of mine that we were like, I was pretty close with in high school and he was just obsessed with it. And, uh, like he bought a trench coat, like that's how like into it he was. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's cool. Um, and like I, we, he and I have had long conversations when I was 15 about like the philosophy in it and all the jumbled like Christ imagery and like all the crazy stuff um, that I remember none of now. Um, so don't worry. I will okay. not bore you with <laughs> trying to figure out the Buddhist philosophy involved in uh, the Matrix movies. Uh, but this watch, I did, I did watch it uh, before. Um like a couple weeks ago and uh i i was i and i tried to look at it through the lens of this was made by two trans filmmakers um and i did pick up on some of those themes um which i think were pretty interesting there's a lot of rebirth stuff um a lot of uh like choosing a name thing like the name thing is is pretty important i think um especially because Throughout the trilogy, the antagonist is dead naming the protagonist the whole time. The whole time, um, yes. Yeah, which is which is a neat kind of small thing that you don't really pick up on until you kind of know the kind of history of 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 the filmmakers that made it and stuff like that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was cool. I I don't have as much experience with the Animatrix, unfortunately, so I can't speak too much to that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that that one in 1999 was uh, was was the bee's knees. Um, in uh, in the early 2000s, especially to an adolescent. Yeah. So, so um, it was pretty great. Both Sarah and I pretty much agree. Uh, mm. 
if I remember our conversation from last time. Uh, probably should have re-listened to that episode to be like, what did I say? And then come back to it. It's fine. It's, it's okay. Well, I didn't uh, listen to it to catch up. <laughs> I just... uh, yeah, we got you on for the bad movies. We get it. Yeah. Oh, I, did I'm I give you away? I, missed... I, I think I, I gave away spoiler. <laughs> I'm sad I missed the, the last week. I would have done like a fun bit this one where I was contractually obligated to come back for the second episode. <laughs> yes. By the way, here's a spoiler alert. I really dig that fourth one. I think that fourth one's real fun. <laughs> um, and if... I only want to talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to cry. I'm just going to cry. I'm going to put it out there. Just crying. The fourth one is most fun. Like, it's most up to date with, like, our our current standards of what we want to see in movies, right? Like, that's it's very, it is pretty evolved. No, it's fun. They're trying to introduce new and fun things. It, no. It's one of the angriest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, look, I literally watched that movie last night. Mm. I have forgotten 80% of it um, because it doesn't do anything. The whole movie is everybody sitting around going, hey, do you remember the last movie when we did mm-hmm. all this stuff? Yeah, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. And here's all of this stuff to catch up. And then the movie ends, and you're like, oh, okay. You are 100% correct. Yeah. And that's it's, why it's great. It's it American Pie 2, though. Yeah. It was just like referencing its previous content, which I'm not offended by. <laughs> there's, I think there's a difference between being like, it tried so hard to be like super meta and referential and everything. But there's a difference between doing that in a way that intrigues your audience and like blows their mind compared to where they did it, where they're just like, we're just going to put pieces of the old movie in here, but we're going to call it a mm-hmm. video game. I put quotations around video game. And we're going to be like, it's fine. But every time something happens, something that's a reference to the stuff that came before, they're like, no, we're going to put a video clip in Mm -hmm. for you to be like, remember this thing? Like, it was just, no. Yeah, it was almost as if the person making the movie um, said, what would the studio think is good, but is really stupid? (laughs) Or something. I have no idea. It just yeah, it it was like it did feel like a commentary on like studio movie product, like like it felt like a cash grab, but it was almost a commentary on a cash grab too. So it's like kind of pointing the finger back at us as the viewer, going, "Hey, is this really what you want?" And for a moment, yeah, sure, I dug it. <laughs> no, I did not dig it at all. Like I actually forgot that me and Sarah saw this movie together in the theater. Like I forgot. I was like, did I see? I think I saw this. Did I see it at home? What you, you guys know, have like seen all four together then? Yeah, I think that's pretty so. impressive. Yeah. I wasn't even in the same city for any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like you know, it was just how it worked out apparently. Because I was, I was gonna make a comment that, oh my god, this is the one we didn't see together, and she's like, no, we saw this together. We saw this together. <laughs> like, oh. Never well, I remember I wanted to see it in theater and I'm like the only person who I knew would go to see it in the theater with me is Tracy. <laughs> All my but, friends are like, no. <laughs> but why? It's a movie. Go to the movies. What's wrong with well, the movies? I don't does this have like general appeal to the ladies like I feel like they're all going to see where the crawdaddies sing or whatever. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't like 
if we were going to have like a little intersection of where women in sci-fi are, there's not a lot of ladies there. <laughs> I mean, they have put out a few things. There's like Arrival, there's the Annihilation was really good. What's it called? Well, even Alias. I mean, of of like my female friendships. Yeah. And movies my female friends will want to go see at the theater. Yeah. yeah. Arrival is great. I like Arrival a lot. Arrival is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I That's a sorta, good quiet one that you could probably sell most people on. I don't know. Both Arrival and Annihilation, I hated the last 10 minutes of it. I liked all of it until those two points. Okay. Where it's like, language is time travel. I'm like, isn't? And then, you know, interpretive dance sequence with a thing. You're like, oh, okay. Have either of you you watched the IO or whatever? It's a Wachowski's uh, television show on Netflix. That was like, as I was watching uh, the second one, I guess that's Reloaded. It reminded me a lot of like that television show. And I was like, oh, yeah. You guys like this really crazy sex scene business and crazy dance scene business. Yeah. You're really into this. <laughs> you guys really yeah. like this. Was that is that there's another is is that Sense 8 or IO? Oh I Sense I 8, it's yes. Sense8, or right? I can't remember. I, I think Weren't there's they, a lot of sense. There's eight two different the of them, but yeah, right. Sense 8 was like that too. Yeah. IO might have been another like one. I don't too. remember that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried that. I tried watching Sensei. I got through one episode and I never went back. I know I did. I've never even heard of. So I'll probably go check it out. Yeah. See what. No, there's is. that second one has a lot of weird sex stuff in it. Yeah. It's way, way too much of the first like 40 minutes of that movie are about just people trying to have sex with each other. <laughs> well, yeah. Like um, the only thing that kept popping to my head in that scene was was the words of Jose Chung, who you guys aren't going to remember who it is, but he's like, it's, everything space. was so sex orgy. And I was like, yeah, every apparently the sun of the earth is sex orgy. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I, so I kind of honestly, I forgot about the sex orgy stuff. And so when we got to that point, I was just like reconfirmed. I was like, okay, this is definitely a cult. And this is a sex cult. <laughs> Now I understand. Now I understand the universe that Zion is a part of, and I get it. I get it. I can see how humanity is surviving this way. Neo's (laughs) mad at sex, right? Like it's just just the one barely moving there. (laughs) And he cries at the end. So he cries at the end. (laughs) It's not because I'm sad. It's because it felt so good. <laughs> uh, poor Trinity. I know, right? And she's like, well, she "This is what love like, is." You're like, oh God, that's that's brainwashing, right there. Is what that is. There's a there's a crazy line in that first like part of that movie as well, where it's it's Link who is the new tank because Tank dies off screen yes, right. between movies, which is wild. Come on, um, and. Um, he walks into the room of his house, but he, he stops himself short because his children are there. But the line would have been, where's my pussy? Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. I know. I <laughs> yeah. Know. You haven't seen the woman you love in like six months or something. She's saying, and that's the first thing you want to say. Honey, I'm like, home. Yeah, yeah. Or hello, I've returned, you know, nice to see you. But yeah, it's, it's offensive. He's like, oh no, he couldn't finish because his children were there. Yeah, that's why he shouldn't say that. 
Oh, it wasn't it his niece, niece and nephew. Oh, or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever yeah. Was there. there were small children in the room and he decided yeah. to be quote unquote respectful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I, I can't say that in front of children. Oh, no. <laughs> that is an adult only thing to say. It really is. Really is. Yeah. And that woman, I don't even remember what the character's name is, but she was supposed to be Aaliyah, who sadly died right before filming. Oh um is it z is that's his wife's name z yes z yeah um and it was the same with like so the first time you see the oracle i i don't understand why there aren't conspiracy theories about the matrix making because there's there's a couple of injuries and deaths like in that that happened you know because like the woman plays the oracle when you see her not the first time but like the second time or whatever um, and she's like a different, like, I'm sorry, I can't, you know, appear the way you you're used to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they switch, it's because the woman died. And you're just like, mm-hmm. what? Like, that's crazy. But she I, was, I did not old. know that when I watched it this time. I think I forgot yeah. that fact because I probably knew at one point, but it was explained to me the other night. And I went, oh, OK, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. And they just threw in that like that one line. They're like, oh, sometimes things don't work out as you expected. You're like, oh, OK. Mm. It's sort of like, hey, where did you get this uh, palette of cigarettes? Don't worry about it. Just, just, <laughs> it's fine. Just let yeah. it be. Start the it's, cigarettes you're looking for. Yeah, this is it. yeah, just, just let's just look the other way. Take some with you. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and let's the notice is- another plot point of this yeah. <laughs> movie with holes in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, okay. So let's try to talk about the three movies in some sort of order because we're jumping right. all over the place. Um, so we're going to start with Reloaded, which came out uh, four years after the first film. And I remember being crazy excited about this. And then I watched it and I was just like, I'm going to wait for the second part to make my opinion. <laughs> cause I knew like, cause they had said, they're like, no, these two things are essentially one movie together. So you got to see both halves to like get it. And I was like, right. I'm going to. That win. is not true. <laughs> I mean, that's what they had said. Yeah. And nope. I mean, the sec- the revolutions came out, what, like three months after or something? It was like super quick after. I think it was, it was like, within the same uh, year. The first one came out in May and the second one came out in December. Something like, yeah, because they both came out within the same year. Um, it was a May and- December romance. Yeah. <laughs> and we're done yes i would have given up on it if that first movie wasn't so good i would have given up on this franchise immediately well but between the two movies i actually i have a controversial opinion between the two i think that revolutions is a better movie but it's less enjoyable than reloaded is (laughs) well that's the thing i don't i don't think reloaded is enjoyable and i think i kind of agree with you um because i I, the problem is reloaded every four to five minutes there's a 15 minute fight scene and it was driving me nuts i'm like why are all of these scenes so fucking long and then you get to revolutions and in revolutions because they wanted the the fight scenes and stuff for like the big you know, Zion's being taken over and then the Smith fight, all of the fight scenes in that movie are like a minute long, half a minute long, whatever. It's four punches and they stop. 
And you're like, okay, this makes slightly more sense, I think, possibly, I guess. But mm-hmm. there's more reason for all of this stuff happening in Revolution than it is for Reloaded. Right. Yeah, no, that that was sort of my my thought as well. Like the the third one's more coherent, but there's not as much like fun actions faction like special effects stuff as in the as in reloaded because it has like there's some good fights in in reloaded but they don't mean anything it's true yeah, yeah. well because when he first meets um uh the dude in the cloak oh, seraphim seraphim yes um like he's like that fight a that fight sequence takes way too long for what it's supposed to be it's like i just want to make sure you're neo and i have to see how you fight first to understand it and i was like do you um and then it's like a 10 minute fight why wasn't it like 12 punches and it stops that would have been enough or why didn't he just fly see i'm i can fly isn't that enough isn't yeah and no like, one else can do that, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I uh, in this rewatch, and I don't know if it was just my place of my mental space, but I, when I came at this rewatch, I came and watched it for two reasons. One, the fashion. Two, the dance sequences. And <laughs> if you think about those elaborate fight scenes as just a really beautiful choreographed dance, it's a very enjoyable thing to watch. <laughs> and the fashion's beautiful. <laughs> like the clothes, like it's pretty remarkable. <laughs> I mean, the clothes are cool. I'll give you that. Um, I hate the sunglasses. Oh my God. I hate the sunglasses so much. That I understand. Yes, I can't. I can't do it. I was so happy when they took them off in the fourth movie. Oh, I'm here they for the twirling coat. No, <laughs> I want twirling coat action all the time. I want to go to the subway every day in a twirling cloak. <laughs> this is living my best fantasy. <laughs> you should be become one of those like twirling dervishes. I think is what they're called. Yeah. That have like you know. They just spin around in the things the whole time. That's it. And people were getting served. Like, it was like, bring it on. It was every dance movie convention (laughs) that you want to (laughs) see, except in latex. (laughs) Well, except for um, the Merovingian and Persephone who clad themselves in rubber outfits and she could barely, Persephone at least could barely walk. Um, Oh, that was 100% a latex fetish outfit. Oh, There's no, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It was and like even, medical grade latex. Yeah. Like it was just, I was like, oh, did they just like wrap it around her? I hope they filmed for just one day in that, that white thing. Cause they just took like a long piece of it and just like wrapped it around her. That was it. It's done. There you go. Um, but yeah. And then the red one in revolutions, but she was sitting the whole time. It was fine. I don't know. But yeah, it looked very uncomfortable. It looked like there was a lot of baby and powder. Even Trinity, and like, she, I felt so bad for her because she was not, like, in the first movie, she had a PVC outfit without sleeves. But in this one, it's like, I think by the third one even, she's in the full body PVC and full gloves and fingertips. And I was like, oh, she would have been sweating buckets. Like, that would have been a certain kind of torture to wear that outfit. Yep. Uh, Catwoman outfit. Yes. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> At least that had like stitching in it, so it's got vents. <laughs> it could breathe. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> not a PVC is not a breathable fabric. No, not at all. Um, again, 
this movie started, um, well, Reloaded started with a Trinity sequence, which makes her even cooler, um, and then refocused to, you know, Neo and other people. And I was like, oh, we should stay here longer. That would be great. Yeah, that that opening sequence really does promise like, hey, guys, remember that last movie? Well, you're in for a treat because this (laughs) is more of that. Yeah. And it kind of was not. It was not at all. Well, they try to follow so many of the similar like uh, story points. Like it was like the same story as the first one in a way. Like it even ended with a like, Rage Against the Machine song. Like it was starting on do, Trinity. Right? Yeah, or do they? I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember, but uh, I guess what side the directors are on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just it was a lot of like, oh, we're going to see the Oracle. Oh. We're going to talk to Morphe. It was just like a lot of, it was predictable in a way, mm-hmm. but which I guess, I guess they try to like elevate it a little bit each time with the, the change in the choreographed dance sequences because they added like new tricks or new, like I'm walking on the ceiling now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that one scene where they've done, they did this a couple of times in these movies, but the, especially the scene where uh neo first meets like smith and like um just after the oracle and they're like in that playground i guess you want to call it Mm -hmm. and there's like a whole bunch of smiths fighting him and Mm -hmm. it turns into like an animated movie for like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and you're just like you're not even trying right now and i mean at the time they actually came out like developed like a new animation like style like program what do they call like burly man or something um that was like their code name for it right um and but like that whole sequence is animated and i think when the movie first came out you could tell but it didn't look that bad you're so you're like fine with it but now i watch it i'm just like this is garbage like what it looks like it's on the playstation 3 yes you know it's just like no you mash the button you mash the button he's doing the thing like that's that's just what it looks like but it was strategically released because also after the last or the revolutions uh in 2003 enter the matrix came out so it was like an extension of the video game franchise and the movie franchise it was like i feel like it was trying to be really successful on all of so like that's I guess in Reloaded, where the commercialization of this movie really started coming into play <laughs> with like, yeah, we're, we're projecting this arc, this storyline arc, which has characters introduced in these movies carry on into the video games. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot and there are so many franchises now that follow that kind of like way to do things where it's like no it's a movie but then there's like little shorts of then there's a video game and then there's this thing online and then if you know the secret you can find this thing and you're just like oh that's way too much work for me to follow this i'm I'm good i'll just watch the movies i actually kind of remembered like the cg being kind of lame when i was 14 or 15 like i kind of remember like in my head i was like yeah that wasn't the best movie it had that i mean like there was this big fight scene but it was all like looked like it was made of claymation um, but I was watching it this time. It wasn't as long, like it, the CG stuff wasn't as long as I had remembered it being. Um, there is a lot of like face replacement stuff. And I thought the face replacement stuff was real good. Like the the duplicating Hugo Weaving when it was actually human beings looked really oh, great. Oh yeah, that I looked good. Yeah. yeah. I, I do agree with that. Um, I just thought the sequence, it was just way too long. Like it was just so, so long 
that like at first we're just like, oh, damn, it's Smith. Oh, there's a bunch of them and they're going to fight. And then he makes that joke. He's like, me, 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 me too. And I was like, what? that's hilarious. And then I was just like, and can we stop now? You guys have been punching each other for like 10 minutes. Like, yeah, comedy, not really their strong point no. in these movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I, Except I that fourth like... one. Fourth one's got some good LOLs. That's oh god. Yeah, no. I just <laughs> no. I got nothing. I can't. I just cannot. We'll get to it. We'll get to we'll it. Get to I'm it. gonna we'll turn you around. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So and one. Okay. So we get to see Zion in this movie, which mm-hmm. is all cool and stuff. It's very steampunk because you know they're getting away from like the AI and the automation. People have to be involved. To like make things work and stuff, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII was only four years old or five years old at the time. So, wait, what does that mean? It looked like Final Fantasy VII. And oh, it's very uh, okay, very steampunky. Yes. Um, well, steampunk was super popular at that time, mm-hmm. especially like wasn't everybody walking with like goggles on their heads or something? On yeah. their on their on their top hats. Yes. On their top hats. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh. Like. And but the thing is, so we were talking like the the scene in like the cave where they're he's having his speech and and all that kind of stuff. And there's two hundred fifty thousand people out there with no microphones or anything. And I was just like, that cave has to have like seriously good acoustics. That's it, you know. And it's a bunch of people. Like when the music starts, it's a bunch of people. It's stomp. They're they're hitting garbage cans, man. And everybody is going nuts. I just. I, well, it's like, a dance movie. It's a, it's dance, a dance movie. movie. They need <laughs> to make a rave scene. Sex. Yes. <laughs> they need to make a movie about like the dude who came late, who's all the way in the back, who's just like, what is he saying? Why is everybody cheering? I don't understand. I got I'm just gonna go home. Like I think he said, bless her the cheese makers. <laughs> Seven yeah, people are laughing really hard at that and then drinking tea. Yes, yes, they are. It's a great time. It's a great time. Um, my other comment about the the Zion scenes is that Commander Locke, which Nairobi and Morpheus are like totally against, is right. Everything Commander Locke says is right. They should prepare, they should do it this way, blah blah blah. Don't follow random dude into whatever. I don't care if you think he's the messiah, like strategic wise. Commander Locke is correct. That's it. Yeah, he's, he's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. Yes. <laughs> I got to it. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, I don't know. I My biggest problem with watching these movies is that it, it's very visually, at least, it's very much like the first Matrix movie, but the I, I want to say it's the pacing because it's not the dialogue. The dialogue is about right, except for the scene in the bathroom where, you know, she asks for a kiss and you're just like, that's fucking stupid. But like everything else matches. But like I watch this movie and I'm just like, it's wrong. And I can't actually pinpoint why. Orgasm cake. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes. There you go. That, I, your- <laughs> I did have a note about that. I was like, what? WTF with that like digital oh so <laughs> that was awful I was like why was that necessary even it wasn't necessary it but, also, like that. but also what wasn't necessary was like 
the track, like I know they changed it to like matrix code and stuff, but the track up the skirt, not necessary either. No. Yeah. No, that was no. real gross. Yeah. Creepy. And there was like a lot of uh weird focus I noticed in this movie of them doing like this weird like center image, like uh like Neo and Trinity are embracing this weird hug and then it pans out, pans out, pans out. And I'm like, are you making me like the weird voyeur watching them? Like, I don't like this. This is creepy. Yeah, that was <laughs> in the bad sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> and the cry the, the, the crying orgasms. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I else make- looks like they were having a much better time. Oh yeah, the, the, the dance, the party? dance yeah. <laughs> I did have a note that sex is used as a weapon in this movie. Maybe like, and it makes me uncomfortable because Persephone does it, the Merovision does it, um, and even concept of love is weaponized. Right? Is weaponized like, throughout throughout it. Trinity yeah. is deemed as vulnerable because she's in love, but Neo's not. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. By by the end of revolutions he is but in reloaded no it's only on trinity yeah for that she was the only one shamed for it Mm -hmm. i mean maybe maybe i am slowly picking out my problems with it that's why i don't like it (laughs) i i just don't like it when they're not in the matrix like it's just not great then like it kind of loses a lot of momentum when it's just like i mean they did the star wars prequel thing like there's a parliamentary scene in it where they're just like well we're gonna talk to the council and i'm like oh god this is death it's like what about the spice embargoes yeah right like nobody wants to hear about the part yeah the proceeding the political proceedings and interplay of the characters i mean it just kind of draws the movie unnecessarily long but i don't know i didn't play the video game maybe it plays into the video game <laughs> i think the video game is all in the matrix i don't oh, think you, you're i don't think i at least in my memory i mean i played it in 2004 or whatever um but uh i but can no, imagine I mean, those high octane political sequences of the matrix i remember video being game. pretty slow I do remember being it being like, okay, now I got to do this thing now. Can I go back to like shooting stuff? Like, when do I get to do that again? <laughs> so, um, what's it? So, it wasn't like a first person shooter. It was more of like a detective. Story? It story had, thing? I, it had, it did a lot of bullet time stuff. I remember that. I think there was also like hacking mini games that you had to do, uh, which I think bogged things down in my Well, memory. yeah, because in real life, hacking is boring and slow, it's not cool. Like, yeah, no, everyone, every 14 year old loves talking about kernel root codes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Everyone um, remembers how to navigate DOS, right? CDOS. Yeah. CDOS run. Yeah. <laughs> run, DOS, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's aging me because, like, that's my first. Yeah. Okay. Never oh mind. Oh my gosh. This week on Twitter, <laughs> I didn't look to see why it was trending, but touring was trending. And why? I'm just kidding. I, I didn't look. I didn't look, but I was just having multiple high school flashback memories, uh, trauma memories. And I was like, oh, only Tracy would understand. <laughs> yes. Well, it was my first programming language. God. Yeah. Yes, I was there. I, I was there. I remember. You were there with me. Yes. <laughs> I know enough to make a reference to it and then bail out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I remember none of it. I do remember I made this really cool menu program that had like a menu and you could pick and it calculates how much it costs at the end and blah, 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 blah. And it like looked pretty on the screen. It didn't look just like text. It had like a border and shit. And my teacher was like, whoa. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. 
but yeah, that's but that's literally all I remember from it. Don't ask, don't ask me to actually program anything in like touring or or whatever. No, that's do, not. That's do you not think, think it helped you understand these movies because they it does make references to like weird code language stuff, but not in a way that really tells you anything about it. No, it it makes me like it movies like this and movies like uh, Hackers and The Net. I think came up last last episode as mm. well. It just makes me remember like people either don't know how boring coding and hacking is or they just willfully are in denial about it because they just want to make it cool so I, I don't know but i oh i was always very frustrated watching these movies where they have like just flashing pictures on the screen i've broken in you're just like that's not what it looks like guys it's it's mm. not <laughs> that that's all i felt about it it's a bunch of gibberish letters just falling down right that's how yes. it's Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And propeller head plays in the background. <laughs> but when you're in the matrix and you're engaging in a dance sequence, trumpet flares, just constant trumpet constant, flares. Constant. So I can I can I can note with the rewatch, I've been I've I not intentionally fell asleep, but almost fell asleep every single one of them. Uh, but the tr- trumpet flares woke me up every single time. <laughs> Really? I remember one of the scenes they have they have um bowling ball sounds and stuff like that. In, and I was just like, what? Oh, yeah. You're not even trying right in now. In the Smith fight. The Smith fight has <laughs> yeah, is bowling it the Smith fight? Yes. Yeah. It's so weird. And it was like there was like falling dominoes or something as well. It was like it was like three really dumb sounds where you're just like, are you kidding? Like, is this is this where we're going with this right now? Okay, fine. I don't think they were kidding. Those those <laughs> second two, the two and three, do not feel like anyone's kidding. There's no joke. Like, there is no kidding in those movies. They are so serious. Oh, it takes itself so seriously. Oh my god, so seriously. Oh, you're just like, calm down, guys. Dancers calm are very down. serious. Yeah, I mean, Morpheus makes a biblical reference in it, so you know, you know, it's going down. From there. Well, the whole thing is weird biblical references. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even the Nebuchadnezzar, isn't it a weird? That's reference? the Syrian king. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's name is something out of the Bible, right? Zion, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, it, so would the Trinity be Morpheus, Neo, and uh, Trinity? Is that the Holy Trinity of this movie? I think so, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I was trying to figure out which one's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, there well, we go. I'm, I guess Morbius, yeah. Neo, Trinity. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. You've you've said it. That, that, I did that's it. it. Yeah. I cracked the code. <laughs> You're a hacker now. <laughs> you did it. I made you guys. <laughs> Flashing pictures, neon, <laughs> neon. It's happening. Frantic keyboard noises. <laughs> Mini discs. Uh, <laughs> White rabbits. Oh, there's there's a whole generation of people who don't know what discs are right now, guys. It's very <laughs> sad. It's all wow. You three D printed the save button. <laughs> I always th- I still I to me that is a joke. That was a joke. That is not real. That never happened. Nobody ever said it. Because if I let myself believe that, I will die inside. I can't. I can't do it. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Not happening. Well, there's a in 
jumping ahead to the fourth movie, just to stay on this topic for one quick second, there are the big floppy disks on his desk in that movie. Okay. And I'm like, okay. that doesn't make sense for 1999. <laughs> Thank you. Because I made a note of that as well. Because I was just like, even if you go back to the other one, like the the original Matrix movie, you see his room. It's all mini disks, disks stuffed in a book. It's not mm-hmm. five inch floppies. What's wrong with you? By 1999, nobody's using five inch. Mm-hmm. Get your shit together. They have the they have the little ones still, like the little the little hard floppies. Yeah, and the zip. Like one of those three and a halfs. Yeah, and then uh, the zip discs. To, yeah, they had those. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You know, the big and ones then, were out by like ninety five. Seriously, what is ah? Yeah. Uh, I was offended. I was offended. I got like, triggered. Uh, as I did get Neil triggered. Patrick Harris would say. <laughs> Oh God! Oh no! So, so why did they leave Zion and reload it? I can't remember like what the like inciting incident was that like made them like go. They, what was it? They wanted to go see. No, that that's the other one. Well, the Um, oracle was like saying you got to do this, and then the people in Zion were like, "No, you got to stay here and fight." Was that it? So it was like this. It became a divide of politics versus religion but then by the end of the movie the like it's concluded that even if he did go on the journey it would still destroy zion right well yeah the architect kind of said something to that yeah well yeah so the architect essentially says to him is like look you've already happened this is the sixth time this is happening Mm -hmm. we need we have to destroy zion for this to work we're going to put you guys back into the system and you're going to pick seven people to start new Zion or whatever it's called. And yeah, like, because he's, what is it? He's the, he's like the remainder to an unbalanced equation or whatever. That's why he's an anomaly. Right. So, which also brings questions to resurrections. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Well, um, I think, but wouldn't his counterbalance by that movie would have to be Smith. Because him and Smith are equals on either side of the equation, right? No, the problem is is that he doesn't have an equal. That's why it's an unbalanced equation. But at the end of the Matrix, when he destroys Smith, which severs him essentially from the program, gives him like a consciousness, I guess you want to call it. He makes him part Neo, part the one, part whatever. Oh, I see. Okay. He becomes his counterpart. That's what happens. Okay, so there's Neo in Neo code in the Smith program. Yes. And, okay. Yes. Okay. And that's why Smith becomes a bigger problem than he already was. Okay. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then okay. it turns out Smith doesn't just want to. So when he does that, he doesn't want out of the matrix anymore. He just wants to take over the matrix. He wants to be. Well, he wants uh, death, right? Like he wants to the Matrix to just be shut down and him non-existent with it, right? I don't know if that's what it is in Reloaded. And in, in the Matrix, yes, he wants he wants there not to be anybody for him to fight, so he doesn't have to be there, right? But then by the time Reloaded comes, he's technically dead. He doesn't have to be there, but he right. chooses to take over the whole thing instead of just fucking off essentially right he becomes a virus yeah yeah 
I um, just want to make the argument that Hugo Weaving, who I originally know from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, just wants to dance. <laughs> dance in the rain at that. But he, yeah, I do agree. I made a noise about that too, about him becoming the virus that he uh, he speaks about in the first movie. Mm-hmm. He's become that. <laughs> well, that's why I think at the end of Revolutions, when he has the fight with Neo and he's taking over the whole world, why it's raining all the time. Because in The Matrix, he complains about like the smell. And I think he's trying to wash away the smell because he's technically in people's bodies, right? And he's doing everything possible to to rid himself of the smell of the place. So for him, it's just like, if it's continuously raining, it's like, I'm always taking a shower. So it doesn't have that grossness to it. He needs to stop hanging out on subway platforms then, because Mm -hmm. that is the worst of it. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just wait till he gets to Zion after the sex orgy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then he became a person who was like, I'm going to hang out on these tiny old ships. But then he also he com- he also complains about how gross it is as well to be in a flesh sack. What, mm-hmm. No, he's what does he specifically say? He says, "Oh, a rotting." He's in this this sack of rotting flesh is what I think is what he says. It is pretty gross. It is it's gross in here. I'll give him that. He's right. <laughs> I mean, being a person's disgusting. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, there's a lot it of sounds like you're not dancing enough, Josh, <laughs> <laughs> or too much. <laughs> too much dancing too, too much dancing that, a little moderation that, would go a long yeah. way <laughs> and deodorant yay mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so many people who don't know about that yet but it's okay well, they don't they just learn how to wash their hands tracy <laughs> yeah don't shake hands with your armpits then yeah it's not hard I still remember once I went to a baseball game and I was in the washroom and this woman beside me was bitching because the water wasn't hot. But then I washed, like, I looked at her wash her hands, which was stick her hands underwater as quickly as possible. And she was like, she's like, it has to be hot for your hands to be clean. But I'm like, you didn't use soap. You didn't try to whatever and also if you want hot water to kill all the germs your flesh is going to go with it if it's going to be that hot so you're weird yeah the men's room at the baseball stadium has a different vibe (laughs) (laughs) not chicks at the thing complaining about cold water no not at all no nobody complains about their the water not being hot enough (laughs) that is not Uh. something that we complain about we are overpowered by everything else that's happening oh yeah you're (laughs) like get out as quickly as possible use a trough in a lot of sports stadiums (laughs) one thing i'm happy about being a woman is i never have to use a trough for eating or x yeah no i don't i don't i mean i have the choice not to and i've chosen not to for my whole life uh (laughs) i don't know if i've had the opportunity to because i've never go to go to check but uh yeah, no, it's not something I want to do. No. No. Oh, I did notice a very fancy urinal in uh, Revolutions when they're in the restaurant. Uh, and they have like the fountain and some oh. guys peeing into the fountain. I was just like, is that what men's washrooms are like? They have no. a fountain in there? <laughs> I mean, it, the, we, I mean, to be in a fountain? I mean, there's bidets. That's kind of that. <laughs> well, women's washrooms have bidets too, but like, we don't line up uh, 
perpendicular or like beside each other and aim into a fountain. That's the same thing. You would if you could. Who said I can't? (laughs) (laughs) I have skills. Yeah, no, I mean, then then I don't, you're missing an opportunity. By There's the just no it. fountain in the woman's washroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is, this is a new political movement we've started on this podcast <laughs> to get fountains in women's washrooms. We yeah. just want fountain equity. Thank I, you. I don't want any water going anywhere except, except where it's supposed to go in the men's room. <laughs> I don't want like free water, any like anywhere, air yes. water anywhere. <laughs> I understand that. Yes, water goes down and nowhere else in that room. <laughs> well, you don't want to like stand in a puddle while you're in there or anything. I do already. <laughs> That's the problem. I like they do at the, the Zion dance party too. Remember they're like dancing in mud. I was like, oh, that's very Woodstock '99. Yeah, they're all like sweaty <laughs> and and Rage Against Machine and... is playing. Yeah, hundred percent Rage and propeller heads. Yeah, <laughs> I I bet you didn't smell good in there. And no, it's all kinds of wrong. I mean, they have a problem with like getting food. Do you think they have deodorant for everybody? Like, come on. <laughs> They, they only have on, gnarly sweaters with holes they, in them. They spent it all on lube. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, wait, you're telling me that nobody in the history of Zion used to have a loom in the Matrix and then come out and was like, oh, I can make you a good sweater? Like, come on, guys. No, all the knitting needles were destroyed in the war of 2021. <laughs> really? <laughs> or whatever year it was supposed to be. The discrimination against the needlepoint arts remains true to this day. <laughs> true. No, every everybody is a computer hacker. They don't know how to do that. They, they don't know how to that. knit. Yeah. But for what the a, grandmas, a computer I would have hacker you, can have a hobby. Come on. I would have you know there is a great uh, of the women that I know that like sci-fi. Almost all of them are knitters. <laughs> I mean, I kind of knit. I do chain mail. So that's yeah, that's knitting. knitting. That counts. Knitting with metal. I'm gonna say it does not count because that is a different category, <laughs> and it what puts is- you in a different category than a knitter. <laughs> what? What's this discrimination against the no, arts no. happening in progress? It was. It okay. was. It was against chain mail making. It wasn't against. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. A, this is like no, no, no. That's an extra step. I like you've gone an extra level. Chain mail arts. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if I should be offended or not, Josh. I really don't. Oh, probably. (laughs) You need to explain why, how different knitting and chainmail is and why they can't be in like the same artistic category. One, you end with a scarf, and the other, you end going to the Renaissance fair. Yeah, but you can technically make a metal scarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you could, but you go to different occasions with those things. I also would make the argument that you made a Monty Python reference earlier this episode, <laughs> and I'll have you know that every single chainmail garment in the Quest for the Holy Grail is knitted. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I am. I am by no means above this. I am not. I am not making the. I am not making the argument that I'm. Somehow You're just not going to appreciate it. Somebody that. <laughs> I'm saying on the on the hierarchy of of dorks. <laughs> this is a dork hierarchy. We don't even oh, have 100%. dorks, Tracy. <laughs> have you seen the internet? Of course, dorks have hierarchies. <laughs> no, but neither one of us have dorks. Is what I'm saying. Tracy oh, I see and I what you're are saying. dorkless. Yes, <laughs> so we're automatically excluded from the dork hierarchy, which is offensive. <laughs> 
Dirk's a whale penis, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, good. Because I do not own a whale penis. <laughs> not, nor do I. <laughs> My dork card has been revoked, apparently. Apparently, yes. Yeah. Um, this is not where I thought this conversation was going to go at any point in time, but great. I love it. The Matrix. I, I, I think the conversations about the Matrix should mostly be about dorks. I think that that is, I think that that is a fair, a fair road to go down when we're talking about these movies. Weird sex orgy caves and yeah. squid monsters. Yeah. Yep. Oh, tentacle monsters. Not even just squid monsters. Those are tentacle yeah. things. Yeah. Like that's full on. Like. Mm. We know what you're doing here. Yeah, <laughs> we get it. One Those thing, are dorks one, and we know it. <laughs> one thing I always found interesting about um, a lot of sci-fi is either they go like the future is Asian, like Chinese or Japanese, or it's robots that look like bugs or like weird things with lots of limbs on them. Um, so the Matrix obviously went the way of weird robots with lots of things on it. Um and I always find it like, because if you watch like the Animatrix and stuff, there's the uh, the one where it's the history lesson, essentially, of like, what happened? Um, and of course, the robots and AI were originally made in human form. But as soon as they left, they're just like, fuck people bodies. We're going to do this, this bug thing. And I was like, OK, I get it. That makes sense. But I, I wonder, is it... I wonder if it's like computers analyze structures of things and think it's the most efficient or do you think, especially in the matrix world, they were trying to get away from their oppressors and refuse to continue to look like them. Uh, I, I think that it, it probably stems from an evolutionary kind of thing. I mean, that the, that's what sort of the movie's driving at is that the AI move forward without humanity behind it anymore and that's what this became like there's i think we we only mostly just see sentinels in these right so those are just like war machines well we see sentinels we see the harvesting fields which is it kind of i don't know it's a it's a weird thing with lots of things and it goes up and like grab stuff they're Um, buggy yeah they're kind of buggy you're right but yeah. like they also like maybe that serves the purpose of the particular thing that they're doing. So maybe just in different contexts, there's different ones. Well, yeah. When you finally in um, uh, revolutions, when you finally get to the machine city, and he's like talking to like I don't know the son from Teledubbies for some reason. Um, you do see like the little things that take care of the whatever come out, and those definitely look like little worker ants or something like mm-hmm. that. They don't look. They don't look anything like sentinels or whatever. And and even when they're getting to the city and they have those like big things, like their guns or whatever that shoot stuff that look like snails for some reason, it's very, you know, smaller animal worlds made big mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's definitely like those are the sentinels are squids. Like yes. that's what they look like and that's what they're doing. They um, call them squiddies. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I, I think that there probably are a bunch of different ones. If we're, if I'm going to expand the universe in my brain, do some headcanon, I would say probably it would be an evolutionary thing rather than a, like a conscious, like we want to look different kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. They're just like, oh no, I guess I could use a third arm for something. Okay. Yeah. Done. Make them oh, all flexy and wobbly. 
Yeah, I, I do like that you mentioned headcanon because I associate that term very strongly with cyberpunk uh, because I think of like uh, in Neuromancer, there's like a character with a cannon installed in his head. And so that's what I think every time I hear that term, headcanon is like literal. <laughs> I mean, that'll be in the next Matrix movie, I'm sure. Oh, I would love Definitely. that. I'm waiting for that moment. <laughs> or the Still video game, happens. whatever. <laughs> um. Okay, I, I think we're over into revolutions now, which... um. Hold on. Okay. So Reloaded ends with them being in the quote unquote real world and Neil figuring out he can stop them and ends up in a coma. Yes. So that's really the only part of Reloaded that moves into Resurrections, right? Like you could cut out all of the middle part of Reloaded and just go to him like zapping the robots with the force and then uh, and then moving on, right? Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was because I was watching the, the revolutions. I was like, wait, what happened to the last one? And I'm like, <laughs> none of that mattered, it seems. No, there's only two scenes that matters. A, the opening scene when you hear about like the final flight of the Osiris, that they've been destroyed, but they have like the thing. Um, and then when Smith takes over one of the the like the real people's bodies mm-hmm. and he ends up in there. Copies and himself, yeah. He copies himself into it. So that's like right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they crash and he's all like, stop the Sentinels and he goes into coma. Those are the only two scenes you need from that movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. No, the rest of it's like uh, the key master and the gatekeeper or whatever from Ghostbusters and they're yes. running around <laughs> doing stuff. Um, and then all he does is like, go to this place. And I'm like, okay, what? We did 40 minutes to get you and you're just like, here's a key. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> And that was it. Yeah. yeah. And okay. for some reason, he goes to close a door where people are shooting and stands in front of the door instead of just mm-hmm. like closing it. So then he dies and he's like, I could have given you this a while ago, but here's the key. You're like, oh. What about the architect stuff? Didn't you think that was important? That is just excessive exposition. That's all it is. It's just excessive exposition. But is like, that- it really just says like, oh, yeah, you're so- we wanted you to come here the whole time. I'm like, oh, then why didn't you unlock the door for him? Yeah. Like you uh, wanted him to come. Yeah. And he didn't. <laughs> well, it's just like a mind control thing, right? Like the illusion of control. Like, isn't that like a pretty big theme in this movie? Yeah. Is like mm-hmm. the perception of uh like yeah. Can well, do you control agents. your fate or the fates control you? <laughs> agents of control, right? Like well, they're not government yeah. agents, they're agents of control. Yeah. And this was my thing. Like I spent the whole movie wondering, like, who makes up this prophecy? And then of course the the architect is just like, Oh yeah, we just said that because you know to make that guy do that thing. You're like, Okay, thanks. Is it, but what I really like that scene, it kind of reinforces like they were watching him the whole time, like this super creepy endeavor. Like it's reinforcing, like, yeah, that that parable, I guess, of like be cautious of what's watching you, be be aware of it. And I'm like, that's a still relevant theme to this day. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. we are too trusting of the TikToks. His screens <laughs> are uh, are in the first movie. Like there's a there's an architect POV shot in that first movie, oh. like right before the interrogation scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, it when goes he in go on all the, the screens. Screen. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's his thing. There's another weird thing in the first movie that I wanted to ask you guys about because, like, remember when they're in the car? So it's after the interrogation scene, and they're in the car. They suck the thing out of his belly button, 
and he gets he's gonna I'm gonna get out of the car or whatever. And she's like, You've been down that road already. You know where it ends, or whatever the line is. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Is it also it looks a lot like the road at the end of like the Smith fight at the end of the third movie. Oh. And I wonder if that's I mean it. I, I think it's I think it's really just supposed to be a quote unquote generic road. Okay. Um, and I think what she's actually referring to is more along the lines of him being um like he's been searching for morpheus for a long time he didn't he doesn't know he's looking for the matrix he's looking for this guy named morpheus because he's heard about him he does cool things blah blah blah, he was in an arabic newspaper or yes at (laughs) some for some reason who knows um and I think it's more along the fact that he's like, you've given up. You've been in, you've been somewhere that is dead end and pointless. Okay. So instead of walking away, stay. But as the story evolves and then you get to the part with like the architect who's like, you know, there's been five dudes before you, you know, it makes you think like, oh, maybe she's actually referring to the fact that there has been this anomaly before and you know going that way may not be the right way to go because technically this neo because he finds love um you know thinks differently and does things differently to get the computers on their oh is that is that the reason why it's different this time like i was kind of thinking that maybe there has been six of her already too or that she's the sixth iteration of her because they only act as a team, right? Yeah. Well, ac- but according to the speech that the architect says, the one thing that is different is Trinity in in oh, this okay. iteration. I think she's been like probably like some sort of iteration of her been part of the world before, mm. but I don't think they've ever maybe never met before or never fell in love before. And like they have found love, and because of this, he is thinking differently. Okay, that's what I got from the architect, at least, like his speech. He said a lot. He said very little, but with very big words. Yes, ergo, you know, we don't understand what he's talking about. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I'm smart. <laughs> I thought the the road analogy was a perfect cue for a boys to men song that never panned out. <laughs> Well, we've come to the end of the road. I, I can't let go. It's unnatural. It's unnatural. It's, yeah. You belong to me. I belong to you. Oh my god! Yeah, so so many shoulder to shoulder, arms length apart, side dancing has happened in my past. It's fine. Uh, but yes, but I no, do. No, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, we, we've we've gone back to elementary school now. It's gone too far. <laughs> yes. Uh, so revolutions. We uh, I, the first scene is Neil wakes up in the on the train station, right? Yes. And he meets the the programs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do kind of like that conversation with the you know with the like uh, I don't know what their names were. Anyways, but yeah. like the dudes, like you know. I've never seen a program who's fallen in love before, uh, who's loved before. And he's like, what is love? You know, love is a word. It's the connections and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what this guy, what this program is saying is correct. Yes, this is an understanding. But I think 
the movie tries to show what that program is saying, but fails miserably at it kind of thing. I, I think it, it it sort of gets at that they're not just the bad guys, right? Like he he's also machine Jesus, right? Like he's machine Jesus and human Jesus in yeah. the, the, by the end of this movie. So like it's about how he's going to save everybody, not just the humans, right? I think it's also just supposed to show as well that um, like with all wars that happen, whether digitally or in quote unquote real life, um, that not everybody on the opposite side is your enemy or is bad, you know, and I think it was supposed to uh, get empathy from Neo to not to want to wipe them all out, but to hopefully get the balance that the architect was telling him about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that's a Buddhist thing, right? The the balance stuff. I think so. I think that's a, yeah. a, a Buddhist philosophy tenet, I think. Um so I mean there's a lot of religious stuff in revolutions. I, I am not a theologist, I'm afraid, so I'm not gonna be able to to go too deep into it. But yeah, no a lot of a lot of Jesus Even and all a lot the of karma. There's like some Hinduism yeah. in there. There's a lot. Yeah, it's it's kind of a mishmash of a lot of things, which I I think sort of is symbolic of sort of how I feel about those two movies in general, is that they're they're sort of like they let the Wachowskis do whatever they wanted, and it just became kind of like oh they threw a lot of things in there, but they don't really go too deep into any of them to like get to a point that's like meaty enough for me to be interested in. You know, yeah, like it I, points at a lot of things. Yeah, and I think that might be the problem. Whereas I think the first Matrix movie, yes, it was a big budget movie, and they were given a lot of money. But the Wachowskis would have had restrictions. They're like, yeah. look, this is the first time you're getting to make a big movie like this. You know, use your money wisely, use your scenes wisely, do this, do that, whatever. People would have had, they would have had oversight. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think everything that came after, they're like, look, you made a shit ton of money. Obviously, you know what you're doing. Do whatever you want. Here's here's all the bags of money. And they're just like, we are putting everything in here. Yeah. We want to make bound two. No, you can't make bound. You can't two. make bound two. No, <laughs> oh, God, no. I always forget they made that movie because it's such a departure from everything. They that was did. like their big movie. Yeah, that was the thing that made them yeah. big. I mean, that had Jennifer Tilly in it for some reason. Like, I think they mostly made it to make the Matrix. Like, it was sort of like an audition. Probably. No. I mean, it, it definitely got them noticed. So, you know, every every director who wants to do something, you know, fancy or challenging has to have that thing that makes people's eyebrows go up. And be like, oh. Mm, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gina um, eh? What? Um, but but yeah, I think I think if they still had that oversight and somebody was pulling in the reins a little bit, I think Revolutions and Reloaded would have been a paced better because the pacing of the two movies are very different. And B, I think they would have been forced to cut a lot of the unnecessary stuff that's in the two movies that like are just it's just not needed. Like, it's not needed at all. Well, I think Reloaded's a full two and a half, right? I think so, yeah. It think... does not need to be that long. They those no, they, they, Rev- I watched them both in one night, and it really dragged. Yes, it drags hard. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that kept me awake were the trumpet flares. <laughs> uh, Reloaded is two hours and eighteen, and Revolution is two hours and nine. Oh, okay. Um, it was Resur- shorter than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Resurrection is a full two and a half hours. Really? That one yeah. actually went by pretty quick for me. Oh my god, no. <laughs> you are lying that to yourself. Feel, it, it really didn't feel that long. It really didn't to me. Um, I thought Reloaded seemed a lot longer than um, Revolution yeah. um, and Resurrection just would not stop. Yeah. So, well, yeah. The thing with Resurrection is that it at least ha- feels a little more focused. Like, there's there's really two plots that happen. Okay. And, like, there's there's the plot with the fight of Zion, which is so long and so boring. And I don't care about that annoying guy at all. Like which the, one? The, well, just fill in X, whatever. <laughs> okay. No, the, the guy that's, like, obsessed with Neo, I think he's one of the kids in the Animatrix movie. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. Uh, he's the new mouse who sucks the Ew. most. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did have actually, I did have one note about Mouse in, in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, remember how he offers Neo to like have some private time with the woman in the red dress? Like he's yep. a digital pimp. Mm-hmm. Now, that assumes that he's done that, right? Like he's been with the woman in the red dress. Whenever they're like doing stuff in the Matrix and they get shot or whatever, their body goes all crazy. So like they're having a physical reaction. Is he just like doing it in the chair then? <laughs> if he's doing it in the Matrix. I did not think of that. And you no. <laughs> yeah. Also, someone's gotta take him in and out of there. Like mm-hmm. this isn't a hollow deck situation where you're walking mm-hmm. in and uh, uh, disturbed. I hope they yeah. have laundry on the Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, oh they only have gross sweaters with stains on it. Of course not. Yeah. And then they go to the sex orgy afterwards at Zion. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> all sorts of nasty. I think they were pretty happy when Mouse left. They were just like, finally, <laughs> we can just toss this guy out because yeah, and his oh crunchy boy. pants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, I was bouncing around that. Yes. <laughs> uh, i just went right there just just let it happen yeah just, so yes. yeah the the battle of zion it, it's so long and so brown oh um, yes oh my god and it's and i and i did not care but then the, but then there's the other stuff with with neo and and trinity going on their quest which is sort of more interesting um also a little bit tedious uh it's it's it, it like again it's a pacing problem like it lags right because Mm -hmm. like there's all of these like they're going on their their journey whatever it's like oh i love you i'm like i don't care just fucking go like that's all i kept thinking you know right and he's blinded too yeah that that slows things down (laughs) well i think the the fight with like flesh smith i don't know who he whose body he took over but that guy really embodied smith pretty well i will give him that um, that whole fight was was not too long. I actually mm-hmm. don't think it was too long, and it really, really worked. Um, but then everything after that, going back to the ship, and they're like, "We've got to find each other." Oh my god, your eyes! Oh my, god, I'll make it with you. Let me hold your hand. I'm like, I don't fucking just go. Just I don't go. But like what plot did that service? Like, why does he need to be blind? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. Okay, it just. 
I, I, maybe maybe it's a it's a thing about justice or whatever because he's got to be no blind. it's all about like seeing right because he doesn't see he doesn't believe it's like it's like the knowledge like does he have right because he can like, see robot stuff in the real world as if it's yeah. in front of him he, he has <laughs> he has he has digital flame vision <laughs> well maybe that's what he needed to see the light of the robots instead of the robots themselves right Okay. Well, he has extra like vision above that, right? Like he's kind of a superpower or a superhuman at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's sort of that he, yeah, like I said, he becomes robot Jesus, robot Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, by the end of the movie, he fully is like crucified, um, you know, glowing cross and all. Um, so never to see him again. um uh yeah and like i don't know like i i do find it weird that like the leader of the robots is like as i said it looks like the baby and the son of the teletubbies like that's what it looks like just not as gotta grow up and go somewhere i guess i mean isn't that kid like 30 years old now or something like probably yeah no probably older than that actually i think the teletubbies are from like the late 90s so he'd be like in his mid-30s by now oh that's gross yes (laughs) it's all horrible um well i don't even remember what i was saying Never mind. I'm just gonna. What you say? What you say? What you say? What? <laughs> Apparently, just Sarah's gonna, gonna be our stuff. soundtrack for for today. Like that's all. It is. Sarah's our soundtrack. Cool. Can you do some disturbed? You gotta do more. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> better than I can do. Um, yeah, yeah. No, we need we need more new metal for the the soundtrack to the Matrix episode. No, we don't need more new. I was actually like after that's the only thing that improved uh, after the original Matrix is the soundtrack. I would make that argument because the first one it's it's terrible. It's like Rob Zombie, fucking Marilyn Manson. It's gross. And no, okay, no, okay, the music works it's the people who made the music suck ass and can go to hell like there's a no, but the songs aren't even very good like it's like i feel like uh the first movie is like we went to the gross goth club the second one we go to the fancy restaurant like we're elevating after our the gross like, goth club after the gross goth club <laughs> we go to the fancy restaurant with the bathroom with the fountain in it and and the music gets better like it's like propeller heads it's like a little bit more sophisticated like techno music it's like it gets better that's the only thing about it that gets better <laughs> The fashion's good. The fashion's good. Yeah, everyone yes. looks like they're in the vampire mafia. Yeah, this That's is very so like true. Blade Runner esque, right? Like, mm-hmm. or no, sorry, Blade, just just Blade, Blade. Blade. yeah, <laughs> just regular Blade all, running. They're, they're the they're the vampires. That's who they are, though. They're not even Blade. They're the vampires. Like we've stepped up from Johnny Mnemonic, but uh, <laughs> I, I did notice that like Morpheus is like purple suit did like scream like very like zoot suit vibes to me like or not only that but like the mask like <laughs> yeah. I, I like i liked i liked uh lawrence fisherburn's outfits in this one i liked like i liked his yeah i liked the his was it a kind of like a crocodile skin coat too like wasn't oh, it like yeah, some crazy- had- yeah and he had purple shoes that were like yeah. so shiny and he had a samurai sword that he fought a car with yes <laughs> he was pretty good 
He was cool. Yes, I forgot. I don't know how I could forget about that, but I forgot about that. Yes, you did. I wrote it down that it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. Oh my god, we didn't talk about the twins yet. Um, oh, the twins! They weren't the best part, though. They were like, what was their superpower? They could turn into ghosts. Yeah. So, well, the whole thing is that they were. Uh, what was the word they called them? Um, out. They're like outcast programs, right? I forget. Yeah, the... that are supposed to be like deleted, but uh, yeah. like if you pay they attention, failed. if you pay attention to it, they're like these outcast programs are like they're vampires and they're werewolves and they're ghosts and they're like right. all they that survived kind of Tron. Stuff. Yeah, they survived Tron. Um, so they have weird de-aged faces in the next movie. <laughs> no reason. Um, <laughs> like. And and I thought that was like a pretty kind of cool element kind of talk because like you know in the first Matrix movie you found about deja vu and like you know if you see deja vu is there because you know they've fixed something in the Matrix that's what it is so this was like another element of like what how can you tell the Matrix is wrong it's because you saw a ghost there's a problem that's that's a that's a program doing something it's not supposed to be doing you know like that kind of thing so i thought that was really cool and like the twins the idea of the twins was really cool but at the same they're time they're super weird though <laughs> they're super weird um like even like completely visually they're completely different from every other thing you meet whether in the matrix or out of the matrix cuz they're like albino dreadlock Head to toe, white, weird. Maybe they're related to Switch. Thing. Really? No. <laughs> there is like uh in that scene where they're, I think it's reloaded. There is like one like samurai fighter in like white. So like I feel like they throw like somebody in white, like just to shake it up because otherwise all the characters would just be in black the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there is, like, one or two, and they are always visually very striking. Like, I think even, what's her name, the the Frenchman's wife, like, that's why even she's in she, white in that yeah, scene. Persephone, because, like, yeah. Yeah, it makes her stand out. Mm-hmm. Persephone is a muse in mythology, is that right? No, isn't she the wife of she Hades? A... Um, oh, okay. And, yeah, so, and she only gets let out once a year and uh, to start spring. Okay. You know, I'm getting my knowledge from Percy Jackson. It's fun. Cool. No, better than me. I was wrong. You're, <laughs> I you're only right. know she it from the a, Tea a Party because they have that yeah. song about she looks back and she fades away. Can't <laughs> <laughs> can con. That one went over content. my head. That one went over my head too. Yep. It's a um, song by the Tea Party. It's about yeah. It's about her. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Persephone's married to Hades and is trapped down there. And she hates him and does things to torture him, but still cares for him in some way. And oh I wait, I played that. a. Never mind. Yeah, no, I my my null. There's a video game called Hades. Yeah, where you're like doing stuff, and Persephone is in that. I don't remember what she did though. So, well, I mean, Persephone in this movie does what Persephone I think is supposed to do because I think the Merovingian is supposed to be like the devil, like he grants. You know, like you sell his, your soul for right. a favor or whatever to him, and he he can do whatever you want. I mean, he's a he's a video game bad guy. He has the yeah. princess, and you have to go save the princess, right? Like oh, he, the princess being the 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 key maker guy. Like he he's he's just a guy that has the person that they want. That's the only function that that guy serves. I don't know. I'm saying actually... a bunch of nonsense French words. 
I would actually say in Revolutions, the princess would be Neo and, mm-hmm. you know, Trinity has to go save her princess. That's No, like, there's there's a lot of that kind of swapping happening, I think, at some at many points in this series, which I think yeah. is pretty cool, actually. Uh, and there's a lot more of that in the fourth movie. Yeah, like they they finally try to give Trinity her like to show how powerful she actually is. She's not powerful just because Neo's there. She's powerful in her own right, which I think is good. I just think they do it badly. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll talk about it more. I have some yes. strong feelings about about that trajectory. Okay. <laughs> um, what else do we have to say about revolutions? Um, uh, Smith fight. How do we feel about the Smith fight? I mean, I don't feel like it had enough fighting in it. I think it like it didn't have the cool dance it. fights. Uh, well, it had them, you know, smashing each other all the time and playing with like the water, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, some of the water um, stuff's fun. Yeah, but yeah, did a, they did a lot of like flailing limbs in the air thing, which I thought was weird. I don't know. Yeah, well, like it, it was it it kind of felt like when you took two action figures and just smashed them against each other and then yes. like threw them down in a pool and then picked them up and threw them at each other again yeah. but especially the scene where they they're in like the crater and smith like like swan dives at him somehow uh-huh. and you're just like what is that what is that supposed to be after after all of this this cg fighting and all of this stuff and like the slow motion punch and the rippling face you clearly have two wires and point him this way downwards you're just like what are you doing what are you doing they didn't care anymore they had already made all their money they they were just letting it slide (laughs) we're like forget it it's good enough just it's fine people will watch it it's It's passable (laughs) we're not being innovative anymore yeah but well, also- I mean, that's I think that's that what you just said, Sarah, I think is is a big point of the, the fourth movie It's like, yeah, we can't do that. What are you talking about? Of course we can't. <laughs> well, yeah, like they raise. Yeah. I mean, the expectations are too high, right? Like yeah. what? Where else can you go? <laughs> well, they, I think they also called it revolutions. And I'm like, yeah, that probably wasn't the best name for the movie. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's not revolutionary. I don't know why. Last week I kept calling it revisited for some reason, but you know, it did feel like more of a re- revisit than a revolution. Like it, there was nothing that, like the the very fact that we don't even shift off the protagonist of Neo is kind of like what's so revolutionary about it? It's the same ass thing that we watched two times already. <laughs> and 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 like with a lot of movies where the woman is actually the main character. Um, my One of my favorite ones to complain about is also, I think I said The Kingsman the other day, but there's also um, Blade Runner 2049, where the whole story is about the girl in the cage, mm-hmm. essentially. And she ha- plays no part in the movie. And you're like, what are you doing? It's about her. Why isn't she in this more? Um, and it's the same She's sort of the Maltese guy. Falcon of that one, though, right? She's sort of the <laughs> MacGuffin. Yeah, kind of, you know. She's she's the solution to the plot. Yeah, well, because you know they give you the red herring that Ryan Gosling is really right. the thing, and you're just, and by the end you're just like, no, it's the chick that we met like mm-hmm. twenty minutes into the movie. You know, it's 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 her. You're like, oh, okay, thanks. Ryan, Ryan Gosling is the dog in that <laughs> movie. That is that is my. The him and the dog share a share a meaningful look in that movie, 
and it made me go, oh, they're the same. He is he is the loyal dog that is going out, and he he feels love and feels like he has needs more in the universe, but he is just the dog. Yeah, and he needs he needs treats and yeah. be told that he's a good boy, mm-hmm. and then he can die in the snow. It's fine. Did he die? I don't think he died. I think he dies. When he sits out on this, he's got a major injury. He sits out on the steps. It's snowing. He's bleeding out and like, and he's about to pass out. And then the credits go. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's dead. He's alive in my heart. <laughs> Should I have said spoiler? No, it's it's been long enough. It's fine. It, you already did that in the bees. I did. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Okay, did you never both mind. later? Huh? You did both of them? Well, I mean, that one had already come out when I did Blade okay. Runner. So, so then, yeah, so we did, ended up talking about both of them. Um, just like we're going to talk about Resurrections right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 20 years later. Oh, God. The, uh, this movie annoys me. And, like, it doesn't, I don't think it's one of the, one of those things where I was like, it's so hype that it's disappointing. No, I think it's a bad movie. Yes. So um, I don't quite disagree. Okay. <laughs> but I also think that it's doing it on purpose. Okay. Here's what. So the first, like the first note that I have is is a line that's very early in the movie. Um, so in this movie, we're we're back in the Matrix. Surprise. And Neo is a video game programmer, and he's made. Uh, the the matrix as a video game like that yes. is the trilogy is it's referred to as the, the for the video game thing but somebody talks about him using old code to make the new game and he's like why would you use old code to make something new which is just a reference to them trying to remake the matrix movie again <laughs> it's like no. using something old to create a new thing but like 10 minutes after that, Christina Ricci comes in and says, we're making the Matrix 4. Here's the stuff. And then there's 10 minutes of his quote-unquote development team talking about what do people want to see in a new Matrix? And you're just like, ha-ha, you're funny. Well, no, it's because those are all idiots. I mean, (laughs) like All of the things they're saying are really stupid. But I, I feel like that's how this movie was developed. That's why it's so bad. So uh, I, I I watched this movie with a friend of mine who loves this movie, and and he was kind of telling me a little bit of the backstory because I didn't know all of it. Um, so this is only made by Lana. Lily yes. did not have any any involvement with this movie. Yeah, because she um, was like the story's done. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I think they both think that. I think they both think the story was done. Um, there is a, a scene in this movie where his business partner comes to him and says. Our parent company, Warner Brothers, is going to make this no matter what. (laughs) So if like, obviously, they're going to fuck that up. So if you don't do anything, they're just going to make it and it'd be terrible, which is true. They were going to make a Morpheus prequel movie. Sorry, Michael B. Jordan was the plan. (laughs) And they weren't going to have any Wachowskis involved in it at all. Because they have the rights, right? So they were just going to do it anyway. So this movie. Sorry. Yeah. I I think Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. Sure. And most of the things I've seen him in, I'd be like, you know what? You did a good job, except for Fantastic Four. But him as a young Morpheus, holy no. 
No, that is bad casting. Well, this is this is what uh, what Lily said or Lana said, right? Lana said, yeah, um, was just like, oh yeah, I guess I'll do that. So the first, like, I want to say twenty to forty minutes of this movie is this movie should not exist. I don't want to be here, yeah. which is I think incredible. I think that's the most punk rock like rage against the machine thing to do is just like make a movie about someone not wanting to make the movie that they're in right now. <laughs> Isn't wasn't the wasn't the movie cop out like that? Like it's literally called cop out because it was a cop out. It was a cash grab. Um, uh, Did not Kevin, see the Kevin Smith cop out. Don't movie. don't see it. Just no. well, it's like Twenty Two Jump Street. I yeah. said this is the Twenty Two Jump Street of Matrix movies. Yeah. Where it's just like they call out that it's a transparent capitalist cash grab <laughs> the very beginning, and we're just going to go through the motions. Yeah, but at least there were a couple of laughs in 22 Jump Street. I just watched this whole movie just, you know, just heavy sighing every five minutes. Like, oh, when he God. said my our parent company, Warner Brothers, I had to stop because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, kept, I went, I kept, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> I kept yelling at the screen. I'm like, I get it. I get it. Okay, I get it. Like, that's all I kept saying. I was like, it, okay. it felt like uh, it felt like a swan dive. Like, that's what this movie is to me. It is a we're going to run this into the ground now. <laughs> I'm going to destroy my baby so you can't have it. So you're saying this movie is is purposefully bad in a way to make reference to the fact it should be bad because they were forced to do it yeah okay. kind of yeah i mean i but i think that, that makes it good like i yeah. think that this movie's a pipe bomb like i think that it's like <laughs> we're gonna shove this in there and we're in it didn't it also bombed it didn't make it money it only made 150 million dollars yeah because two people reloaded saw it with... made 750 Jeez. yeah all right i don't like i'm not surprised to be honest, I'm not surprised. Um, and also, like it, it's the the thing that I was kind of alluding to before about like the the hero journey part of it. I think that at the beginning of the movie, Lana is Neo as it goes through. Right, she is the one that's having to go through all this development garbage and everyone telling her what her thing is about, and everyone misusing it, weaponizing the thing that she made. For their own means mm -hmm. and then as the movie goes on and it's about and then the powers kind of transition into being trinity and trinity sort of becomes the hero at the end of the movie which is also an interesting thing as a transition story right like it's very much like starting as a man and then building out and then they sort of come together as two people within the same spirit and they sort of go off as her being the lead Right. So and that kind of stuff, I thought that was really neat. Um, definitely. Once we get back to the Matrix, it kind of turns into like the same kind of warehouse fights and kind of gray, get gray paint fighting stuff. Yeah. Um, so it definitely ha it definitely drags a bit in the middle. But I think that all of the stuff kind of around that and like the framing device of it is it was was clever and, and funny. Yeah, but my pro like. Now that you've said you think they've made this bad on purpose, I feel stupid arguing this because half of it doesn't make any sense. Based on the world that they've built, based on the story they're telling within this movie, what they're saying 
doesn't make sense. Like the whole thing about Morpheus being in the modal, and now they made half Morpheus, half um, uh, half agent, but somehow mm-hmm. it comes alive in consciousness in this modal. So then, when those the random people break into the modal to break him out. He's like, who I Morpheus, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it was like an enlightenment world. thing, right? Like it was being touched by Christ or whatever. Like it was that that's how people awakened, right? Is witnessing him. Yeah, but the problem is, is that he so this is like this is inceptioning this this nonsense. So so you have a person who's outside of the matrix, right? So, so their human body in the real world. Mm-hmm. Their brain is put into the matrix and that person who is in the matrix wrote a program within the matrix, their own version of a mini matrix that's running in a, in the background somehow. Mm-hmm. It's on unreal computer. five engine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and suddenly that thing wakes up to the fact mm-hmm. that it's also in a program so they save that program and bring it into the matrix and they save it within the matrix to bring it into the real world is that right. what you're so saying the morpheus that we are seeing is a creation of the one and he was Correct. given consciousness by jesus yes. <laughs> because the real morpheus is dead yeah the real morpheus dies off screen between movies <laughs> in the video game he dies in the video game <laughs> yeah. But, like, isn't this just a play on the theme? Like, it's an extension of, like, what's already existing, like, in the franchise, like, about consciousness, what is consciousness, and enlightenment, what's enlightenment. So we're coming through different stages of human enlightenment and robot enlightenment and where they come together. I think it's also kind of, like, playing on those ideas of, like, extending human life and, you know, becoming immortal like uh all the good human ambitions (laughs) yeah i i think it does the good stuff from the two and three about as well as the good stuff from two and three but i think it has a fun uh, framing device that makes it better than two and three to me not as good as the first one by any means i honestly don't think so because like what is what is the good stuff between two and three that you think shows up in this that is the good stuff in this (sighs) Yeah, that's hard. Um, yes, it is hard. The dancing. Yeah. No. dancing. The fight yeah. sequences in this movie are horrendous. They're so yeah, because bad. Because everyone's so old. No, but they have like <laughs> they have the young people old, fighting Tracy. as well. And it's really, really bad. No, 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 no. The people wanted the old people back. You can't <laughs> say you want the old people back. And then want him to be all young and spry. No, no, no. You're going to get 50-year-old Keanu. If you want... Look, yeah. He, look, he filmed John Wick 4 a week ago. He will be fine. <laughs> I honestly, like, I have a feeling that really... Bill and Ted the same time as this one, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that Lily may have been the one to frame the fight sequences and stuff like that. Um like because the look of this movie like i know the look of this is purposefully different because it is a new matrix and if you notice like the color there's actual they color in the matrix out. that green that green is out, so, that you, green out. Yep. so you can't really officially tell the difference by the colors anymore 
Um, but like how a fight sequence, it's not even the moves in the fight sequence, it's how it's actually like shown on screen is so different and so clumsy. Like mm-hmm. it just looks really bad. Yeah, really. I see that. I'll I'll I won't disagree with that. The, the, yeah. They're not as good. The, the, they they really aren't. Yeah. Um, and it but it also has the same like confusing thing as two does, where I'm just like, wait, why are we fighting here now? <laughs> exactly. However, I another big laugh when the Frenchman showed up again. Oh, uh, when Murray showed just like, up. Oh my god! And everyone's just annoyed by him. <laughs> like every like he does like another speech thing right like he does like a whole thing after the fight and they just go all right i guess we'll just move on then yeah they just <laughs> walk away they just walk i away. desperately in that moment though like when like the frenchman is making his like bid or whatever uh i wanted to be like i wanted to be asking neo for a kiss like <laughs> come and kiss me wouldn't that be great? I would love that. I, I only want to. I'm writing a fan fiction story about that later, posting it up online. Yeah, Neo tenderly takes him home, gives him a shower, and combs his hair. You know, <laughs> makes him makes him part of this new Matrix. And he writes you know. his resume up for him, takes him to Kinkos. <laughs> it's very tender. Uh, yeah, he's very tender. You know, he's going to go dancing in the rain later. We're going to get you back on your feet. Yes, <laughs> that's all. That's all he needs. He just needs a little help. Okay, <laughs> just a little help. Right. Set him up with an, an apartment, you know, an address and a phone number. People can reach him. Get out there. Build your build your uh, empire once more. I believe in you. But I think there's also like a few references in this movie that point to Reloaded and Revolutions being bad movies, which is also funny to me because there's like a part in it. I think it's his first conversation with Trinity at the at uh, Simulate um, yes. where. Uh, where she's like, oh, yeah, even I've heard of those. And he just goes, yeah, we entertained some kids. <laughs> yes. Which is just sort of like, yeah, these movies were dumb. <laughs> like, we made dumb movies, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also very personal to them, obviously, because they took a lot of exception when they were going to make it themselves. Well, exactly. Yeah. Make it. yeah. Um, like, like, I think, like, they're decent filmmakers but you know with the matrix like they had said the first film took them like 15 years or something like from you know inception to like writing a script to like honing it and coming up with designs and all that kind of stuff like it took them a long long time to get that together and i think the subsequent like i think they had ideas for the sequels and stuff but it just wasn't as put together as the first film and they're just like here's shit tons of money make whatever you want they're just like um, how long do we have? You got four years. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it definitely had like a, a Fleetwood Mac. Uh, like we'll rent out Dodger Stadium, um, and just get a just like a truckload full of coke and just make an <laughs> album. Yeah, like that'll be <laughs> like the thing where it's like, no, you guys went too big. You yeah. guys got a marching band for this? What? <laughs> You're lucky. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think my thing is, is about, you know, Revolutions and Reloaded is that, you know, they they do actually build on the Matrix story, even though not in the greatest way, but they do actually build on it. But whereas I think Resurrections 
doesn't do anything. They're just like, you you know, like there's there's one part where um, so the whole point at the end of revolutions, the deal that was made with the architect or with the big, big baby or whatever, is that, look, for the robots and the the people to stay in harmony, we're going to, you know, if you get rid of Smith to save us, we will let whoever wants out out we're gonna do that that's what we're gonna do and in resurrections we find out that's what happened like the people who wanted out wanted out got out and then the people who didn't they're just like no we're good they stayed so they're they're fine whether they know or not they made a choice they stayed in the matrix Uh and then you have this this blue-haired girl bitching about how nobody's trying to save minds anymore but it's not about saving minds it's about you know taking people from somewhere they want to be and putting them somewhere they don't want to be, which is sort of like, you know, kidnapping or a different type of imprisonment. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I would, leave them alone. And she's I would like, 100% choose the matrix. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's great. That's, that's crazy. Why would yeah. I, why would I want to, li- I can have shirts that don't have holes in them here. Yeah. That's great. You know, I can I have pretend, to relearn to knit, pretend to eat real food. I am fine with all of this. I mean, oh yeah, is- there's a steak. There's a steak dinner in Re- in, in Resurrections. <laughs> he's eating a steak dinner, where he's like falling apart. He's like, I'm yeah, eating like- steak. <laughs> you're like, all right, you do you. Yeah, no, um, huge laughs throughout that whole sequence of him just being sad <laughs> and just taking blue pills over and over again. That's hilarious. Again, that whole <laughs> sequence is like, I get it, but it's still, it was so long. It did not need to be ten minutes long. It could have been two minutes long, and we would have gotten the same point. Like they, just the they, Christina Ricci stuff because she's only in that one scene. Yeah, which I was just like, Christina Ricci's in this. What? I, okay, I was just all right. This is fine. Yeah, I mean it's it's it, but it's doing the like this is a reboot. Like we're doing a reboot. We're not doing anything new. We're just doing the same thing over again. I don't want to be here. Blue pill me. Like <laughs> other franchises have done it better is all I'm saying. They could have done it better. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, it goes from, you know, existential dread at the beginning to, you know, really boring argument with grandma in the middle and then zombie apocalypse fight at the end. And you're just like, what the, what is happening in this movie? Like, what is happening? Like, it just, Hmm. it just goes all over the place. Yeah, it does. And then Neil Patrick Harris with his like eyebrows and his like, I'm using bullet time against you. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the uh, the 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 villain to psychoanalyst. <laughs> I think we could probably do an hour just unpacking what that means. <laughs> right. I mean, he he literally spent the whole movie. The Scientologist movie. Gaslighting uh, Neo over there. And I was like, all right, this is this is what we're doing now. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely an out there movie. I think that's what I appreciate about it is that that movie's nuts. Like it, it that it's a crazy movie. I mean, Neil Patrick Harris is more believable in this movie than he is in Smurfs. <laughs> Are you sure about that? He's pretty both, good at Smurfs. Both of them, both Smurf movies. Was to my the, recollection, was he in the one with? The girl Smurf when she went on her adventure because there's one human person in that one. Who was it? There's like two 
live action and one animated. So he's in the live action ones. Okay, maybe I didn't watch the live action ones then. Sorry. Never mind. I'm just waiting for the Gargamel spinoff. <laughs> Any day he, now. He actually catches a smurf, eats it. It's disgusting. And now he has to find like what to do with the rest of his life. I yeah. want the Azriel prequel. I'd watch that movie. He works at Baskin Robbins. <laughs> Smurf berries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I'd watch that movie to be honest. I'd, I'd be watch fine that movie. It. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Resurrection is just it's it's too it. The ideas are there. It's just so all over the place. But again, it's definitely a polarizing movie, and I see why. Like, it is a movie that's daring you to like it. Is it though? <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't I think it's it's purposely subverting expectations of what you want when you go see a Matrix movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was gonna say no. But I mean like I honestly yes, I had high expectations. I just didn't know what I wanted. Right. But the thing is when I watched this, it kind of the whole meta thing about it's you know, they've created our world and the Matrix is a media property within that world okay. to like, you know, stop it. I was just like, that was uninspired, I think is what I felt about it. Are they in Space Jam 2? Are the Matrix yeah. people in, in Space Jam 2? I didn't see Space Jam. I did not see Space Jam. I did not see Space Jam. Because <laughs> so like, okay, well, the first Space Jam, the crazy part is that Michael Jordan's in it. And then in the second one, the crazy part is everybody is in it, including like the Droogs from Clockwork Orange for some reason. What? Like, yeah, the oh Droogs from Clockwork Orange are in Space Jam too. I okay. Sounds I, like Nightmare Fuel. I yeah, have never I, I seen feel like, either Space Jam movie. What? Really? Okay. I guess I'm I, a little younger. Than I you own the soundtrack to Space Jam. I've never. That's not it. problematic. Mm-mm, not at all. <laughs> that soundtrack is banging. I'm just gonna say, is it Seal on there? Ah, uh, there's a whole lot of people. Oh wait, I don't want to mention the, the title track. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I was bumping. I oh was yeah, jumping um, that. <laughs> uh, I believe I can fly. Is on there. That's right. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Next. I can ignore that. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, I think Warner Brothers is was was chomp, champing at the bit to like start using Matrix stuff because they are flailing. Oh my god! So the fact that this movie is just like, yeah, I'll give you your fucking Matrix movie. <laughs> <laughs> you suck on this. Yeah, waste all of your money. Nobody's. Yeah, we're gonna that. change the main character halfway through the movie. How about that? Now it's a woman. <laughs> It's not even it's halfway through the, the whole time. I mean, it's <laughs> but it's not even halfway through the movie. The the it's focus, pretty close to the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's very close because the focus changes to her because they're like, no, we have to save Trinity, but she doesn't find her quote unquote power until like the last sequence. When they're I think in the, that the they're both the same though. person. I think Ooh. both Neo and Trinity are one. Like, okay. They are. It, it is. It is. It is. They. They only act in tandem. Like that is the. That's the way they unlock each other. Right. Like mm-hmm. they. They can only work as a unit. And I think that in the meta of the movie, that is one person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And to become one. 
Thrones by Scrolls. I love it. Well, and it also ends with with you know what we're gonna do. If I want to make the sky a rainbow, I will do that. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. whatever I want. This yeah. is mine now. Yeah, and they they fly away together into rage against a, the machine song. It is, it is it is a female cover of, of it a rage is, against right? the machine okay. song. Yes, that's <laughs> what I thought. And I went because I was listening to the song. I was listening to the song. I'm like, isn't this the rage against the machine song? But it's rage lady singing. Song. But uh, I, brass yeah. against, I think, is the name of the band. I looked it up. It's like a, well, they do they do like big brass covers of like of, they did a full Rage Against the Machine album. Well, they awesome. did a good job. What can yeah. I say? Yes. Um. Yeah, I still hate the movie though. Just yeah, fair enough. I mean, I love Yaya. Yaya's great. Um. They took Harry. my life and made it into a video game. Is a line in that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. I think the weaponization stuff is about red pilling. Mm-hmm. If you if you remember, men's rights activists have taken the red pill thing from the Matrix and used that as their their little thing. So yeah. oh, I missed that entirely. I <laughs> did too. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about weaponizing the the ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, there was a there was a, a a political thing in Reloaded too in the in the when the architect is going on about like the horrible things in our history and things. Um, and as he said that, George W. Bush and George H. W. Bush were on the screen oh, behind him. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's dated. Uh, that would not be them today. It's so appropriate. <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate. You can just put a different person in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it, this movie has like all the movies have sort of a political bent to them. And I think that Revolu- uh, Resurrections especially is like really like you guys are all a bunch of dummies. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, that's essentially what it is. It's like yeah. uh all all the people that are all you people here are the people left in the matrix, and it's because you chose to be here and take it take it easy, quote unquote. Um, and that's why that blue haired girl's all mad about stuff. There's also a line about how resurrecting them was really expensive. <laughs> Well, he keeps talking about the robots as a corporation, right? Because yeah. it's like it's the board and the suits, and you know he had to get money to do this and the blah blah blah. I mean, like Trinity had a bunch of holes in her. I guess, I guess Neo would have been fried inside. Like I don't understand why. Well, I guess it's the WB, it. right? That's yeah. the that's the corporate. That's the that's the machines in this movie. That's what that's- we're raging against for sure. <laughs> And that's why those are the only two people that survived and, and J- Jada for some reason. Keep um, her name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> if I get slapped at any point in time soon, oh my god. Uh, yeah. And also she did a really bad job. She was horrible. She yeah, she was old doing, lady. She was doing I'm old. <laughs> she was. <laughs> Look how old I am. I can't even stand up straight. I'm old. It's, so it's like Yoda acting. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, come on, man. Shoot. There's a lot of prosthetics. <laughs> yeah. For like, what, two minutes of screen time? Yeah. 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 There's definitely a Friends reunion vibe to it where like he just like, because there's a bunch of scenes where he's just like, hey, remember, remember back when? Uh, <laughs> and there's like drinking coffee. I'm like, that's funny. That made me laugh too. Just the fact that it's like, yeah, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to meet up together and talk. Is that what you guys want? 
<laughs> Again, Two one of the reasons why I hate people it. talking to each other over coffee. <laughs> I mean, it does feel like if if we want to like put it in, I don't know, more contemporary sex uh, like setting, it does feel like like a reaction video made by themselves about themselves. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like it's yeah. like they made their own reaction video, except it was two hours long and they had budget. <laughs> yeah, and and Jada was the person who's like, oh my god, this came out twenty years ago. I feel so old. It was her, <laughs> yeah. and Keanu was just like, yeah, it was twenty years ago. Who cares? And so he still <laughs> looks the same. That's that's what it was. Yeah, no, he took his vampire mafia. Uh, <laughs> Uh, membership very seriously and just very seriously yes (laughs) he refuses to age i tell you um isn't it his birthday today i think it was yesterday or Or no it was today today. sorry it is today right yeah Yeah. oh happy Happy birthday (laughs) apparently he's rad i've heard i've only heard that he's really great to work with yeah i've never heard any bad thing about him in, in any form whether some random person bumping into him in like real life whether it's like on set doing whatever, whether he's saving lives in car accidents, he's apparently great. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine that you're in a car wreck and Neo from the Matrix pulls you out. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, Wait, is this real? What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, didn't you die? Am I dead too? <laughs> no. Welcome to the real world. It's fine. It's fine. What, what did they say in Valente? They go, Excellent. That's what you say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, d- I dug that too, man. That's what they say. They say may- Rufus. Maybe, maybe I'm just a sucker for, for the reboots, but I, I dug the Bill and Ted reboot too. No. Oh, so good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> maybe my taste in movies have just evolved a little bit. Maybe I, I mean, you're not movies. wrong. I'm maybe, not going to disagree. <laughs> too maybe hard I should have rewatched Bill and Ted and Bogus Journey. Maybe I should have watched those before getting into that new one. But oh I was gosh, just like, the guys in Barry, the the one with the alopecia, and I think he's the robot in this. Yeah. Uh, the, he is so funny. He is so funny. Just him alone in this movie is worth I, watching. I don't think I ever laughed at any point in this movie. I just groaned a lot. I was like, oh my god. That was it. I think That's- the fact that they're 55 or 60 years old and doing the same bit is funny in itself. <laughs> that they're just being like 80s teens for some reason. Well, because they never grew out of it, right? Yeah. That's funny. It's like when Beavis and Butthead shows up again. Like it's just always like, yeah, you're just the same. It's funny. Oh, this <laughs> they're is still Cobra Kai. Doing that. Yeah. All yeah. over it. Yeah. I loved it. Oh no, Cobra Guy was good though. Cobra Guy is really good. They, they, okay, they evolved. It's just they brought in the same kinds of kids to fight each other the same way as the movie. Different, different. Yeah. Yeah, their child fighting ring is is basically the same. That's the. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm surprised Hillary Swank hasn't shown up yet. It'll be great. Yeah, she needs to show up. Or get or, in here, Hillary. Wasn't put it your Elizabeth, Oscars away? No. Wasn't Elizabeth Shue in it too? Like the first one, was it her? Oh, I don't remember. What's Hillary Swank been up to lately? I don't know. Maybe she she's was in like Logan Lucky. I remember that. Was she? I watched that movie. She was in that. Yeah, she's the FBI agent in it. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, that's a great okay. movie. It is a good movie. 
That was the first time I saw Daniel Craig as something other than like suave. Like he's always suave in his things. Oh my god, him doing accents is so fun. I just want him to do weirdo accents forever. <laughs> well, he they're doing like the knives out. Knives sequel. out too. Yeah, knives out two is going to be at TIFF. It's what's it? It's called something really weird, like squids in a jar or something. I was like, what? Why is this called such a weird thing? I hope he has a different accent and it's not explained. Like he just has a different <laughs> dialect. He's he's like, now from like Timbuktu or something. And you're yeah. just like, what's happening? Yeah, he's doing an Australian accent the whole time for some reason. <laughs> it's like, wait, weren't you Southern before? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's called Glass Onion. I don't understand why okay. I got what squids in a jar. I guess glass in jar kind of, I don't know. It's fine. He's a, he's a Boston detective now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They got a lot of faces in this one as well, don't they? It's got Ethan Hawke, Ed Norton, Pete Hudson. I like uh, all those Catherine people. Hahn. Yeah. Oh, she's They're great, all- too. She's super great. Um, yeah, kind of looking forward to it. Um, yeah, this should be fun. Mm-hmm. I it's a completely different. It doesn't have to build on anything, right? Because it's just a new case. So yeah, yeah. I think he's the only person yeah. in it that's the same. I hope they do him forever. <laughs> just make him a new Poirot or whatever. Yeah, or Miss Marple. It, this is his new film franchise. Instead of uh, James Bond, he does like twenty-five of these, and that would be sad. awesome. I would be so on board. <laughs> Even if half of them are terrible, I don't care. I'm on board. Like, with I'm him. watching all of it. I'm watching them all. It's the same with James Bond. Half of them are terrible. It's fine. Yeah, they're all misogynistic, but they're all they're only well, half of them yeah. are terrible. They're, that's baked into it. Yeah, it's baked into the character. It is. That's just part of what that franchise is. I'm afraid. Not, sadly not, yeah no it's sad it's sick we and it's sing, sad sing the theme song and that's about it mm-hmm. <laughs> shirley bassey kills it <laughs> i think she sang what four theme songs the madonna one sucks though which is really sad the garbage one is really good though which yeah. tomorrow is, never dies um yes tomorrow never dies it's so good. and lulu no i don't like man with the golden gun that was really bad the aha one um, that one's pretty good. good. That's from yes. uh, Living Daylights. No, it's it it's the, no, it's um. Oh no, it is Living Daylights. It is Living Daylights. Yes, Living Daylights. It, it, it's something into the fire, right? That's the Aha yeah. one. No, Living. No, it's Living Daylights. Is, the song is called Living Daylights. Oh, Living Daylights. Yeah, okay. The living Daylights. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's all I got. That's all I can remember right now. It's fine. It's okay. I won't do that again. <laughs> you're allowed okay. I give you permission <laughs> please don't please don't <laughs> I encourage your choices <laughs> um, sadly we can't sing any theme songs from the Matrix it's okay we can sing our own theme song <laughs> that we write ourselves welcome no. to the Matrix <laughs> we're having a good time look there's a uh, black guy the he's coming out of a mirror Woo-hoo. that's all I got um, I, okay, one thing I do like about Resurrections is they injected a lot more color into everything in general. Um, so I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, it's not so dark. Your gaffer didn't have to work as hard. Oh, I thought you um, had people of color. And I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, although I, I did sort of notice, I noticed like in the first one, I was like, oh, there's a lot of people of color, and but they're not the main character. Like, it's just like yeah. everybody, like the main people are white people, and then everybody else is... Are, are, are people of color 
And no, I'm like, yeah, that's probably not the best. <laughs> is it? No, there's only like two people, of, three people of color in the first Matrix movie. Oh, in the and first one. Yeah, yeah. But like Zion. They all die. Oh, yes. yeah, and Zion, yes. But I'm thinking of like Zion, which is all just a, a, like a, a mixed race and and different people and stuff which makes which sense good. yes um but it's also like yeah it sort of makes it more obvious that your saviors are white yeah and you're like and also they're like they're literally treated as gods and people are like bringing gifts in sack like yeah and they're also the whitest him. people oh my god <laughs> they have they've never seen the sun <laughs> no they have they've been the under sky is storage there's yeah, no yeah that's sun. true <laughs> lots of other yeah. people seem to have tans though yeah, I mean, <laughs> they all should be jaundiced for sure. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Said they're just oiled up. And you know, is it oil or is it just a bunch of sweat? Like we're back on the have they taken showers in a wild conversation? It's lube. <laughs> it's all lube. <laughs> they can't get it off. That's true. <laughs> you know, it's it's there forever. They have it's, to conserve their water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have foam parties. Come on, guys, just do it. <laughs> Do you guys think that there's going to be a fifth one? And if there is, oh, do you think it will be an it'll be with the same people, or do you think that it's going to be a Warner Brothers doing whatever they want kind of thing? Or do it's, you think this scared them off? It's going to be Trinity and Neo's baby. Um, it's going to be like a it's going to be a toddler kids movie, it's like not a the Lego movie version. Yeah, Muppet Babies where you get to see their yeah. combat boots. Yeah, they're and walking the, around. Yeah. And the thing is, when they're in the Matrix, they're like adults. But when they're out of the Matrix, they're like three years old. I think they could have done more fun stuff with the uh, digital version of yourself, like the mental image of yourself stuff, which isn't which could easily be like another trans oh. theme. Yes, but it doesn't really quite go over that because everyone's basically the same inside and out. Yes, I did. Okay, this reminds me. I did have a question. So they make a comment in Resurrections um, indicating they don't need landlines to get in and out of the Matrix anymore, which is mm-hmm. fine. But my question is, they never actually show how they get in and out of the Matrix at any point. I have a really stupid explanation for this. Okay. Because I thought about this too. And it's that in the last 20 years, we figured out that we can just turn off computers without having to go to shutdown button and it not okay. harm anything. Well, okay. So then my question is, especially in the stupid zombie apocalypse scene where they're fighting for their lives and all that kind of stuff, why didn't they just, you know... Jack out? Jack out. Was he jacked in? Because, like, I don't know what his deal is anymore. Because he sort of goes beyond jacking in and out at, in, during, during the third movie, right? Yeah, but everybody else is as well, and they have to like go in and save them from like a car and stuff. Like, well, like Trinity is not; she's not willfully leaving quite yet, right? Like, she doesn't yes. quite know, so they have to like prepare her. So maybe that's why. I don't know. That stuff was confusing. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was very confused with that whole thing. Because I'm like, I don't understand why this is happening. Like, I understood why they were trying to like kill Neo and and Trinity and all that kind of stuff. But as soon as like that went to hell and they weren't ran out, I was mm-hmm. just like, can't you just leave? Like, wasn't that the whole thing? Right. I don't remember what was happening in the real world when that was happening. Well, they, they were... did intercut between the two. Well, because that was when um they were they were trying to get 
what is it? They were trying to hack uh, Trinity's line in and they had to put it in like the captain lady because her sense was the same as hers or whatever. And then she I thought that part was cool something. when it was like both of them in her body at once. But that yes, was neat. That, that was, was pretty cool. neat. Um, but also it didn't again, it didn't make any sense to me. That's why. Oh, I yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of these are hot nonsense for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, the what the 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 like, hey, hey, guys, you guys want a backstory and like fun, like filling in the world? Well, here's some anime stuff. And anime is all hot nonsense as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like that, I think there's a lot of video game logic stuff that's happening and a lot of like anime inspired stuff where it's just like, yeah, those are big ideas in a small frame. Yeah, but that was the idea of the original series in the first place. Mm-hmm. Just done better. But then I guess this goes back to you're like, no, we did this badly on purpose. So suck yeah. it. You know, <laughs> uh- <laughs> I'd say at least 40 to 50 percent of it is like tanking it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think the like stuff about like them coming together and being one together, I think, is is not purposefully bad. Okay. Um, and I think it, I think it's pretty solid. It's a, it's it 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 is kind of sweet. It's a it's a it, it has like the love plot that I don't think is bad intentioned or anything. Maybe a little muddy, but not like mm-hmm. doing anything too bad. I mean, yeah. I, like like I said, like I think the idea is relatively good to make Trinity realize her power and realize she is more important than just being there for Neo is great. It's just how they got there is just hot nonsense. Oh yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think that I think she becomes more important than him at the end. Actually. I think that she is, she is the one at the end, I think to me. But yeah, she took, they, I she think took they, over. she took over. Yeah. I think, I think the, the computers resurrecting her and building her back up literally caused that right so it's the computer's fault but yes that's what i got out of it yeah what do you think sarah i thought like the the rebuilding of trinity it reminded me a lot in aliens when they uh remake sigourney weaver like mm-hmm. i don't know why but i was like that's what it was triggering in my memory and i was just like all oh, those poor clones that didn't make it like <laughs> yikes uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah. then like i like that 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 it was like furthering the whole like the karma stuff a little bit and like the soul connected to the body stuff and like those are fun themes those are fun sci-fi themes like i like that they brought all of that back up and yeah i did like that trinity does become the star eventually maybe they should be another one and it's just trinity's movie i would watch that in a second <laughs> just her and a bunch of badass fight scenes yeah well that's the, the worst part I like about the this Blinkered girl too the did she's you? from iron fist she's from she's the one in iron fist i forget yeah, her real name i did not watch iron fist what? she's I, good in it the, the oh she's sucks. amazing yes yeah, she's and, and at the end of iron fist she's the iron fist she was i didn't see the, was there a second season i did not there watch was that because i was season and because i was, was so saying good. like they should just make it her because yeah. she's way better it needs just a drip 
Exactly. But I, I think like that's the same thing about the Matrix, like uh or Iron Fist, like it was intentionally done like in an obnoxious way that you hate the protagonist. You kind <laughs> of just want him to die the whole time. And then like and then the best thing happens is the show canceled. <laughs> Maybe they'll bring her back though. I hope so. Isn't there like something about like those uh that section of Marvel has like an opportunity to come back because they're uh, making Jessica, more Daredevil. Oh, because Jessica Jones is so good. Or <laughs> what about Luke Cage? I really like Luke Mm-mm. Cage. I thought it was great. I did not like Iron Fist, Luke Cage, or Jessica Jones, but I'm really not allowed to comment because I think I got like two episodes into each and I just could not stand them. And I was like, I'm done. Couldn't I like the first season of most of them. Iron Fist was pretty bad from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but Jessica Jones and Luke Cage were like they had pretty solid first seasons. I mean, I think everyone really likes the Jessica Jones first season. I uh, I had how what you were saying about uh, Iron Fist. You're just like you hate the protagonist. Why don't you just die? That's how I felt about Jessica Jones. Really? Yeah. Okay. Luke Cage. I was just kind of bored. I was just like, this is boring. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but Jessica, I I hated her character. I hated everything about her character. I don't understand why she's there. Just go away. That's how I felt about her. <laughs> oh, people! Well, are hate she's me now. a she's a real big knitter. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I hate her so much. You hate knitters. Yeah, the chainmail <laughs> people hate knitters. I, I forgot to I forgot to mention that part of the hierarchy. That was a big feud. Beef. Yarn versus metal. <laughs> I wonder which one will win. Spoken hmm. uh, like uh, a true chain. Pointy nail. sticks. Come on, this is like a secret vampire killer weapon right here. That's true. That's true. Don't underestimate them <laughs> for chainmail sales. Oh God, I've revealed another nerd level here. This is horrible. It's fine. Um. So, anyways. I don't really have anything else to say about these movies. I just think Resurrection sucks way more than Reloaded and Revolutions, but they're also not that great either. So there, I'm done. Yeah, fair enough. I did, actually, I weirdly didn't write that many notes for these because they they kind of washed over me in a weird way. Yeah, they, yeah, and like usually, what happens with me is that like. I if I really like a movie I don't write notes because I'm too busy watching the movie and enjoying myself but these ones there were so many things wrong that my brain didn't function enough for me to write down all of the things and I was just like I can't I I can't do this this is mm. yes I can I get that yeah and a lot of resurrections I did end up on my phone just playing games and scrolling through stuff because I was just it was literally just to like stay awake so I can be like it was on the whole time and I was awake too and that counts done yes I think that was the intentional response (laughs) on some level (laughs) or wait for a matrix although I did hear that Carrie Ann um uh, yeah, she was uh, in a TV show called The Matrix before this show, before this movie. Yeah, is that wild? What? <laughs> I know. Just <laughs> I don't even know what the show was about. I don't think it was a cyberpunk uh, action thriller. But <laughs> let's see, The Matrix. I, I appreciate in in Resurrections that they gave her, they let her have a little bit of range. 
because she's so wooded in the first three movies. I think it's she's the sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Part of it's the sunglasses. Um, but uh, but no, she she's so every all like especially the women, especially in the first three movies, are very uh hard and cold. Yeah, they're they're not given a lot of like um personality. Yeah. Is it this? So I'm checking to see what that TV show was. Oh, I found the the wiki link. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. But a little sign, uh, a little like overview of it. Oh, where was it? It's like a Canadian television show from 1993 that was on CTV. Yeah, it's reboot. You're talking about reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Carrie Ann Moss? Is that Matrix too? <laughs> wow, she gets around to the she various plays matrices. <laughs> she does. Oh, hexadecimal. <laughs> so the series starred Nick Mancuso as Steve Matrix, a hitman <sighs> who is killed during a job and sent to a version of purgatory called the city in between there he's given a choice to be sent to hell for all the murder Wait. murders he's committed <laughs> or return to earth and help people once That's alive the... again the matrix matrix received periodic assignments from the city in between that's the matrix that's, that's spawn that's, that's the not... plot to spawn <laughs> <laughs> no 100 percent, right like that is yes. just exactly what spot is yeah it is <laughs> yeah that's right he gets sent to hell and then he gets uh, sent to hell and then goes back as an agent of hell to kill yeah. people interesting is that um, also trading places <laughs> it's a lot of things to be honest the tooth fairy <laughs> Wait, trading pl- which trading places are we talking about? Oh, sorry, I'm thinking maybe the the, the Eddie Murphy and uh, Dan Aykroyd movie. <laughs> oh, no, I'm thinking of a different one. No. I'm thinking of, like somebody dies and comes back into the body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the is it's a body uh, change one? Um, I know what movie you're talking about. Oh my god, I'm not gonna remember. Yeah, because he he dies, he goes to like purgatory heaven he's supposed to get reassigned to a body but rushes past and just jumps into some kid's body and then meets up with oh, his yeah. old wife that's with uh, robert downey jr it is um, robert downey jr okay i yes. forget the name of it though uh, i have seen that now i know the movie you're talking about um it's got three ghosts in it that talk to him uh no a, that's that's heart and soul that's what you're that's thinking heart and soul? that's heart and soul oh. that's no heart and soul is he's a kid born on the same night these people are on a bus and crash and right. their souls are connected to him as he grows older and he doesn't know why, but at a certain age, he figures out they have to complete some tasks while they're alive and then they get released into whatever. That's right. different. That's okay. and soul. That's different. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think they came out around the same time and I've mashed them together because yeah. I saw them when I was four. Because I think, <laughs> I think the movie we're thinking of Robert Downey Jr. He is like the teenage body, this, Spirit goes yeah. into and he embodies this person. And he, and he tries to get back together with his wife. Right? Yes, which yeah. is and it's creepy and weird because he's like 14 and she's like 45 and you're just like, ew. Oh, is he that young in that? I thought he was he's, like a, a young adult. Like well, a 20 was, year old or something. Okay, maybe he's like 20. 
Maybe. But, I don't know. It, it puts a very different spin on that movie in well, my head he's, if he's 14. <laughs> well, because, no, the whole time the woman is like, no, you, you're a child. But then he like he's like, no, I'm your dead husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. They have like conversations and stuff. And I don't remember like, how it ends. Somebody used that line on me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work, Charlie. It's mm-hmm. not happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to find out what movie that is because I've seen that movie too. Um, yeah, I used to watch a lot of really weird random things. It's fine. It's okay. There's a really weird like middle point of the 90s where it's just like there's like a black hole of just like, oh yeah, those were movies that came out and nobody <laughs> ever thinks about them anymore. <laughs> I think it's like before 1994 because 1994 was like, a whole bunch of really good like Shawshank and Jurassic Park and like all of the amazing movies came out. It was like 94. Yeah, it was like Pulp Fiction in there. Yeah. yeah, it was like 94, 99. All the most amazing movies of the 90s came out and then everything else in between was just like, what the fuck was everybody on? Like, oh my God. It, it was, I've it's talked to so many people that have not seen The Fugitive. Why? I don't why do I talk to them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Both questions. A, why yeah. haven't you seen it? And why? No, are you it, it's, to it's just a blind spot, it seems, for quite a few people. And it, it, it really surprised me. It's one of those movies I've seen a hundred times because it was always on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good Same movie. with like uh, My Cousin Vinny. I've seen that a hundred times too. But a yeah. lot of people are just like, what is that? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. The two you, Marissa Tomei, won her Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was like, what did you think she won her Oscar for? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, wait. you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I wait. spit in their face. What's the what's the one she's in with um uh Christian Slater and he has a baboon heart or whatever? What's that one oh, called? Yeah. Maybe she wants baboon for that heart. One. No, it's called baboon heart. <laughs> I don't know what that is i just really like that description <laughs> that's a hundred percent what the movie is though that's an accurate description because <laughs> he's born with like a birth defect or something and no no like he a... just believes that though like he's kind of it's... like he's also a little bit uh not special the most intellectually yes. advanced no but, it, no. It, no, but it's, no but it's okay so i know in the movie he tells a story about getting a baboon heart but isn't the whole thing that he was born with a birth defect and had an actual heart transplant? And then he, spoiler alert, even those movies like 35 years old, it like he dies at the end because his like his heart finally fails because he can't get another transplant. Isn't that what it he is? He ate too many bananas. And then like she falls <laughs> in love right at the time he's about to die or whatever. Is that it? You know, I, don't, I honestly like <laughs> I remember watching this movie very young yeah. uh, and like. And so my interpretation always of this course of events is like this individual is not very wise and probably makes poor choices. They will probably die. <laughs> so like and I just thought he was like, and he does. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't think the, like, we don't really know the condition of his heart. I just think he's a wacko crazy and probably just did like a bunch of drugs and then died. Like <laughs> on a pirate radio station. Yeah. Oh my god. It's not up the, the volume. volume. <laughs> <laughs> he could have had a baboon heart in that one too. We just don't it's he just never mentioned. And he could have been there the whole time. Yes. <laughs> it's very true. Hold on. Let me see if it hold on. Let me let me see. Okay. 
what so there's could a it whole be? movie based on a person having a like and it wasn't did he like turn did it like have an effect on him like his personality like was it like the the the, the like the convict killer like body part transplant that makes the guy go crazy and kill everybody <laughs> no it no. was it was more along the lines of what's that um that uh that sparks movie that has like the girl with cancer the guy with cancer oh the fault in our stars no that's the john green movie oh. mm. um uh oh my god what's this do with that that nicholas sparks movie that's so stupid well i didn't actually watch it just looked really dumb uh but anyways that the like, timothy odd life of timothy green is that a nicholas sparks thing no <laughs> it seems like it would be <laughs> that's another one where the kid is dead for the beginning uh, or whatever. sorry it's called un- <laughs> it's called untamed heart that's what it's Oof. called a wait hold on a waitress hardly notices a shy busboy who secretly loves her until one night she's attacked and he comes to her rescue. From there, a relationship sparks, but one secret could mean disaster for these faded lovers. Why did yeah. they put... Well, I guess the secret is the heart thing, so they can't put it in there. That's oh, the reveal. The reveal on. of the movie is that he has a baboon heart. Or Hold he on. has really bad informed decisions. <laughs> or, he chose or the life choices. Heart. He chose that one. Like, I went oh. I went further down. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says, unfortunately, retaliation by the attacker sends Adam to the hospital where he finds out he has a diseased heart. Adam is an off is an orphan who's played by Christian Stitter, and was told he has a baboon's heart. He refuses a transplant as he believes his love for Caroline is contained in his damaged heart. Oh, so he's dumb. <laughs> I guess. Okay. That's bonkers. Um, yeah. That is, I have never heard of that movie. Um, it has a terrible title. I'm um, telling you, you're it missing doesn't out. doesn't give you anything. No. Um, and it just makes me think of Wild at Heart. Which is Why? a different movie. It's a very different movie. <laughs> it's a very different movie. That's a very different movie from every movie. <laughs> Sparks cancer movie. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds real bad. Uh, it's a walk to remember. That's oh right. man, I thought that in my head, but I was like, I don't think that's the one she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um Julian. Uh, what's her name? That's not Julianne Moore. Why did I say Julianne Moore? It's uh Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Yeah, well, she has cancer us. in it, right? Yes. Yes. It's with Keanu, right? Is Keanu in that one too? No, it's uh no. What's the that... Keanu one where he dies. Oh, uh, isn't that like Sweet November? The Sweet Hereafter? No, the Sweet Hereafter is a different. One. Sweet November might be it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Charlize Theron dies in that one. Sorry. No. Um, oh. Or disappears or whatever. But is he the love interest then? In, in, in that one. In any of these movies. I should not be talking. <laughs> I also did not actually watch all of Sweet November. Yeah. So I'm not allowed to actually say things about it, maybe. They all know. sound like the same movie to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's Shane West is a love interest in um, A Walk to Remember. Right. That household name. Yes, he. We totally know who he is and what he does. And everyone stuff. remembers him. That's the point. Yes. <laughs> he shall never die. Anyways, yes. Okay. You know we have tangented all over the place. It's fun. Um, just like the cave. You um, can really chop <laughs> off maybe the last twenty minutes, and it just be. <laughs> I know. 
We want Usually when we do this, we intersperse all these. So it's impossible to cut. Exactly. And I was just like, well, yeah. I got to leave that one now. And we'll <laughs> got to leave this one. Oh, my God. It ties all back together. Jeez. Um, yeah. I, I was going to look up the Keanu Reeves. I can't remember which one it is. Never. Mind. I think you were right. I, I think you were. I think it was something November. Something November. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, you know, we've actually already, wait, Sarah, did you give your final thoughts on these sequels? Yeah. 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 I, uh, I made, I made a comment in there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, okay. Well, oh my God, this was a great conversation. Thank you so much, both of you for being here this week. I guess you, thanks for having us. (laughs) Uh, hopefully I didn't blather on too much. No, this is probably the shortest episode you've ever been on. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, when I when I get to the editing, we'll see. We'll see how short it goes. I'll like compare and let you know. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at Oh My Shelf, or you can send an email to ohmyshelf at gmail.com. On the next episode, uh, we will be talking about Matchstick Men and Memento. Hope you'll be here to listen. Bye.